Welcome to another episode of SoFly. It's uh, December. We're recording. Uh, we're recording another show in the studio. Um, this show's coming out. This today's January fifteenth. Yeah, it will be, it'll yeah. be coming out January fifteenth. Look at that preparation. Christmas is coming up for us. It would have already happened. Hope everyone had a good uh, holiday break and a good New Year. And uh, let's get into it. My name is Mitch, and uh, got Aldo here again today. Hey guys, we've got Gab. Gab, yeah, this is my name. And we've got a very, it's an interesting intro. <laughs> and we've got a very special guest in the studio today too, and we've been uh, trying to get for a little while now. He's uh, he's a rep. He's an incredible angler. He's uh, an all-around uh, awesome fella. He's from the Ottawa region as well. We've got Colin in the studio. Colin, how's it going? Mr. Colin Huff. Yes, sir. Glad, glad we finally got this to work out, guys. Yeah, hell yeah. Welcome. It's been, uh, been a while trying to work together. Yeah, man. Thanks for being here. Yeah, appreciate it. I met Colin when I worked at just Green Drake when him and his friends Mikey Lennox would come oh, in. Oh, Mikey. I remember Mikey, you may, too. Remember Mike Lennox would come yeah, in yeah. with, like, piles of change and buying fly tying materials with like dimes and pennies. Just empty the pockets. Yeah, yeah. it was amazing. <laughs> they were like twelve, and That's they would so go. Good. You guys, well, I know, I saw Mike Lennox a lot because he lived in the area. You guys would go like fish Dow's lake and stuff yeah. with poppers for 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 smallies and stuff. You guys were so amped. I love. Oh it. man, Mikey. So Mikey actually was one of the guys that got me like really into the competitive stuff. Oh okay. Because he was about five years older than I was, and so we would do weekend trips down to the states, like all the time yeah. so he he had a big influence on me there um but yeah man we were we were complete trout bums at the time yeah yeah you were like dow's lake bums before and until yeah. you could drive until yeah you could drive. exactly yeah, but, yeah. They, but they had their license way before me mm. so i was bombing that hard <laughs> <laughs> yeah so colin you're a competitive angler you the rankings just came out you're number two in canada right that's right number two ranked canadian yep. angler uh you work with sims Correct? Yep. Farbank? Uh, Sims, Echo, Airflow, right. Lampson, Abel, and Ross. Awesome. Ooh, nice. Yeah. And you rep it's a territory from Saskatchewan to the Maritimes, so two-thirds of our country. Yeah, so, <laughs> so our How agency, that um, my boss has, uh, so the company that we have is called Woodside Agency. Okay. Um, he has Sims for all of Canada, and he's got a rep out west called uh, Scott ba- Baker McGarva. And Rob and I do Eastern Canada, which is considered Saskatchewan of the Maritimes. Jeez. There's not that much in Manitoba and Saskatchewan, so the majority of that is Ontario and Quebec. Okay. Yeah. So what says so I would bring you down to Toronto? Yeah. So we're doing right now. We're selling for uh, fall 19, and uh, we're doing a little sales tour through uh, the GTA. Right on. Yes, sir. And is your competitive season oh, like obviously it's the winter? It's yeah, it's, it's wrapped over. up right now. Yeah. Um, so we're starting to organize and plan out for uh, 2019. So th- I got nothing huge planned. Um, I, I'm actually going to be one of the the main organizer for next year's nationals, which we're holding at Canuck. Oh, sick! So that's going to take up a lot of my time. Um, but besides that, I'm probably going to take a pass on Worlds next year, and I'll be looking at. Doing the Commonwealth in 2020 in uh, New Zealand. Oh, Ooh, nice. All right, well, that's a lot of stuff that we could talk about right there. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I mean, that's like that's I mean, that's like holy shit. That's a lot of uh, stuff to that's, unpack. That's yeah. jealous stuff yeah. right there. Yeah. But let's take let's take a hop back and get into like you mentioned. You got into uh, fly fishing. Mike Mike helped you kind of get into competitive stuff. How did you get started in the sport in general? So my old man was 
man, he was a life lifelong angler. Um, he's been guiding for a long time. He had his own fly shop in Ottawa, and I really learned the ropes from him at a really young age. Um, and he was competing when I was really young, and I kind of got got into it through that. So that's how I kind of got segued into the competitive scene. Mm-hmm. But fly fishing, like I was on his backpack when I was a year old. Oh, that's awesome. Like on the riverbank. That's so cool. Yeah. And then when I was 13, I got a call from David Nonamura, who you guys may or may not know. Um, he's he's a local boy. And uh, he asked me if I wanted to compete on the Canadian youth fly fishing team at the national championships. And I said, you know, I had to ask, ask Pops because I was 13 at the time. Yeah. And it was being held in Mont Tremblant. Mm-hmm. So it was like a Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. And on Sunday, I had a big football game. So I couldn't I couldn't go down and pre-fish like the rest of the guys. Yeah. So I get down there like the night before the competition. They give me the, the whole the whole one-two on, you know, the flies and the techniques and yeah. everything. And, you know, I thought, you know, it's just a youth team, a bunch of kids going up against like the best anglers in Canada. And... We came out of it, the top Canadian team. Wow. Mikey won the Canadian Nationals. Yeah. Simon came second. And it was just like, and then that was just like the springboard for everything, right? Yeah, you're like, yeah. I'm like, oh my God, because growing up, I was huge into sports. So the whole competitive thing, mixing with my passion was just like yeah, the perfect mold. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Oh man, that's... Montremblant too. What an like what an interesting place that, to to do it. You say it was when, on Mont in Montremblant. Was it um is that the Devil River? The is Diable. That, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yes, sir. <laughs> the Diable, Pouvoir uh, Baru. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So it was two sessions on the Diable, which is probably one of the hardest wading rivers, in that I know. Okay. Th- that I've ever fished. Um, we actually had the Commonwealth. I'll just jump forward, but yeah. we had the Commonwealth there. Um, in 2016 we had there was all kinds of different countries and they said like this is the toughest wading river yeah sketchiest like big boulders you know kind of slimy rocks and you got to be careful because it's um it's funny you say that because it's uh it's really um because we don't have we don't have those uh condition here but the rivers um the closest to the beginning of um well it's gonna sound so boring. Um, the Canadian Shield, like right. it's like the beginning of it. They're all like that. The mm-hmm. Jean Cartier River. Yeah, I've been on the North Shore of Quebec. Of course, they're nasty river. Yeah. To they are beautiful. Though, oh right? yeah. Oh, absolutely. And like crazy fishing. Yeah. Super technical. Yeah. Um, so, are you talking kind of like the in the Gaspe Peninsula area, or uh, are you think not even like uh, the other side of this, like our side of the right. St. Lawrence, like, gotcha. like but the like closer to like they're just like really big, big boulders and and there's a type of algae that I've never seen in Ontario there that yeah. like really make you like that, yeah oh my you, God, I fall I, in the water. I just like I think I just had an idea for like a new product, like oh. a new waiter product. Good idea. Let's go. Oh my God, here we go. Okay, so it's like waiters, like normal. Yeah. But on the inside, it's little pouches uh. that you can inflate if you need to like make a quick move. So you can kind of just bob down the river if it's, it's tough waiting. It's like a fart cushion for and your waiters. And then you just let it out once you want to just wait normal. <laughs> All those looking at me like this is an awesome idea. Yeah. Do you want to go in on this? Yeah, definitely. I, 
So wait, you pu- you pump them up? You pump them up, so it's like big uh, inflatable pants that you just bob. Well, Colin, talk to Sims. Here we go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. God. yeah big idea. So like collab. <laughs> yeah. So actually, that's funny you say that because when we were when we were preparing for the Commonwealth, our team strategy, because we knew we were falling in, we yeah. knew that, you know, to get to the other side of the river that you know some people can't get to, we gotta go just hard, go after it, yeah. right? And you were filling up your waders, and yeah. it's dangerous, and it's not safe. So yeah. we're like, okay, like let's just wet wade. Yeah. So t- t- took off the waders, throwing the boots, knee pads. Yeah, that's a good idea. Taped her down and just sent it. Knee pads. Yeah, yeah man. Good idea. It's a very good like idea. Like the full tactical. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's awesome. That's awesome. So good. So from competitive angling, though, what, how did you keep going? How did it keep growing? So, Passion. I mean, I mean that that year was kind of like the stepping stone, right? So, right. And what year was this? This Just was a, um, 2008. 2008. Okay. Yeah. Mm. Um, the thing. So the whole camaraderie, um, I think, was a big part of it. The whole team aspect. Something Ian mentioned when he working, was yeah, yeah, working together as a team um, to get the, to reach that final goal. Um, but so. My first few sessions like went pretty bad, right? Because it was my first time competing. I was nervous. I'd never nymphed before. I've never, yeah. you know, never done any of this stuff. And the guys were there for like three days, and they got to fish with some of the, you know, the top anglers like Todd Oishi and Terrence and all these, you know, anglers who've been doing it for a lot of time. So they they had an idea of what to do. Yeah. Plus they had been studying and you know practicing. Yeah, they were warmed up. They were warmed up. But I wasn't, and I blanked my first session, probably blanked my second. And then I kind of started, you know, getting there towards the end. And my last session, we were going into it. We were in, I think we were third or second place. We were doing really well. And I knew I had to, you know, pull one out for the team. And I ended up winning my last session. Oh, nice. And I remember getting off the boat and telling people how I did and everybody just being so happy and hugging me. And like, oh, that's awesome. Just that feeling of, yeah. you know, helping out your team in that way Yeah, yeah. was... Like that was just a, a moment that I'll probably remember forever, and yeah. it was definitely kind of the gateway into. That's a nice moment too. Yeah, yeah, it was. Gave yeah. you the hitch, right? Like to, Ian to talked, do it more. Ian talked about that, like yeah. about competitive angling having that, like, like that, yeah, the, like that camaraderie, the teamwork, and the camaraderie. It was the first thing he family. said. We're like, what do you like about it? He said, the team. So really yeah, hundred like, percent, yeah. man. Yeah, and you compete with Ian, like he's your yeah. teammate. He sure right. is. Yeah. Yeah. He's um. We've been uh, to England together. We fished the Commonwealth in uh, Mont Tremblant, and we just got back from Ireland. Oh, nice. So, yeah, we've been on a team for a while, and uh, now we're kind of competing at the national level together. We kind of morphed the team there because he's a, he's a great guy, like yeah. super yeah. knowledgeable, mm-hmm. wants like like super dialed and technical mm-hmm. where he's got like a plan for everything. So he, he's a great guy to have on a team. Yeah. 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 Have you had uh, his chili? His wife's chili? No, man. I've really? heard really good things. Super yes. tasty. Yeah. Love chili. Yeah. 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 Super no, tasty. No, she's, uh, yeah. I went there one night and Ian's like, man, you gotta, my, my wife's food is just off the charts. <laughs> like, <laughs> so I'm like super stoked. You know, I like hot food, yeah. in- Indian food. <laughs> I get there, I'm there for 30 minutes. Nothing's cooking. Doorbell rings. Delivery Indian. Oh, no way. <laughs> I was so let that down. <laughs> they laughed. Ian, what That's what the fuck? Come on, yeah. dude. So we got, I took a rain check on that. And, uh, That's funny. Yeah. You got to hold him on to it, though. Oh, and 100%. Be like, dude, dude, you told me. 
Like, yeah. I got to taste it. No, I have to. <laughs> what, fl- what fly shop did your dad own in Ottawa? It was called Brightwater. Oh, oh cool. Cool. right, right, right. I didn't, and I your never, business I is your because you're a guide as well. Yeah, I do some guiding on the side, and that's still through Brightwater. Well, so I kind of did a kind of a playoff words on that, and right. Um, so that yeah, that's called Brightwater Anglers, hmm. and it was just kind of a thing. Uh, so my dad's flesh up was Brightwater, and just keep the uh, keep the family tradition yeah. alive, kind yeah, yeah. of. I guess it's a great name, super cool. Yeah. yeah. Was it was it in Ottawa or was it on the yeah? It was in Ottawa. Side? In Ottawa, okay. it was in Ottawa. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I don't think I ever went to Brightwater. Unfortunately, no. I didn't. Yeah, I would have. Yeah, I didn't. Probably wasn't in fly fishing at the time. Yeah, the, the two years <coughs> I spent in, in Ottawa that was long gone. I think. It went like, to Green Drake. It's like five years ago. Went to yeah, Green, Green, Drake. Green Drake. Yeah, yeah, I remember Green went Drake. Went to Float Pad and Fly. Yeah, Float Pad and Fly. Good that was time. Mitchy. Yeah, that was Mitch. See, that was that was already <laughs> gone. Too, when I was in Ottawa. Yeah, it was a that was a good time. That was you know what's so fun is working in the fly fishing world, like actually working in it. You know, like being able to just like make money doing that. It's so fun. It's pretty sweet, man. Yeah. I lucked out. Yeah, seriously. I lucked out. Um, and you know what? It kind of happened by fluke. Cause I, so last December, I was just wrapping up. Hold on. Let me let me back this up. Yeah. Last, last May, I did a cross-Canada tour. I rented a F-150, and I was bringing a, this big old um, Geesler boat out to Randy Taylor, who moved to Bowen Island. And in between, I stopped at uh, I stopped in the Parklands in Manitoba because hmm. they have the best lake fishing in all of Canada. I'll yeah. say that like loud and proud. Yeah, yeah. It's so, cool because you never hear about that. I know, man. It's <laughs> maybe maybe it's a good thing. It is crazy. Um, no full plug to the Parklands because they got some great fisheries. They manage it really well. They got cracking big browns, rainbows, and tiger trout. Oh, the tiger oh. trout, which is just. Tiger trout. Next level. Dude. I just always forget really about cool. tiger trout. Yeah. Oh, my God. Don't sleep on tiger trout. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, and cool. um, so I brought the boat out west, get back. It was like a month, month and a half long tour. And uh, so I get back. I'm pretty broke. I don't have any money. I just spent it all. Right. Kind of looking for a job. And um, <clears throat> and I got get a call from Rob Dorcas, who I've known for a while, and I knew he was in the fishing industry, and, you know, we, we stayed close, and we fished together a few times, and tried to get out hunting, but uh, out of the blue, he called me. I don't know if it was a fluke, or if somebody kind of nudged him towards me, but anyway, he gives me a call. He's like, hey, man, what, what's going on? I'm like, oh, not much. Just got back from this cross-Canada tour, kind of out of work, and just hanging out, fishing. He's like, well, you, you know, you want some work. I'm like, yeah, man, for sure. He's like, what are you doing right now? I'm like, nothing. He's like, okay, come over. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, grab my steel toes, grab my gloves, figure I'm going to do some landscaping at his house. So I show up, you know, ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, work. And he's like, no, dude, get inside. Like, come work with Sims, like with the product. <laughs> You're like, okay. I'm like, oh my cool. God, no way. And so it just kind of worked from there. And, uh, at the time, I was still in school um, at Algonquin College, studying environmental tech, and uh, so I wrapped that up in December, and then January 1st, I started full-time working for Rob, and it's been a sweet ride, man. No, that's, that's awesome. awesome. Yeah. That's so awesome, yeah. Sims, too, like getting called up to help work well, with it's Sim, like, like so the wicked. Be- yeah. It's like it's an amazing company. Echo, mm-hmm. Airflow, too. I know. Yeah. I mean, fly fishing is fairly a small world. 
So when you're able to make a living out of it, that, that's pretty sweet. Yeah, you know? like yeah. it's a Especially as a, living ca- on your as a Canadian. Yeah, yeah, yeah as, as a Canadian, that's what yeah. I was going to say. Like, if you're in the States, I mean, mm-hmm. it's just different. But in Canada, you know, like, a market's a little yeah. bit smaller, yeah, so. Yeah, there's not too many people c- that can make a living out of it, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. And uh, one of that, one of, one of those guys in that small circle is... Yeah. Uh, Pretty, uh, pretty sweet. Yeah. yeah, definitely pretty fortunate. That's yeah. Wicked. yeah, that's great. Yeah. So you're based out of Ottawa. You, you, you just bought a house. Congratulations. Yeah, man. Thanks. In Chelsea. In Chelsea, Quebec. Oh, yeah, right yeah. on. Yeah. Chelsea's sick. So yeah. Chelsea is sick. Yeah, I really like Chelsea. Chelsea's and I like a great little spot, man. Born so and raised there. Yeah. yeah. Born and raised in Chelsea. Born and raised in Chelsea. Oh, rad. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, day one, day one, Chelsea boy. That's um, awesome. Yeah, got a house and uh, got a dog. Got a little pup. Yeah, yeah. that new dog. I've been seeing so that cute. on uh, Instagram. Man, she's it's awesome. a she's a heartbreaker. I tell you. <laughs> yeah, yeah we're awesome. like we we're a fly fishing podcast, but and you're a great angler, but you're you're an all around outdoor dude. Like you hunt, you know, you got hunting dogs. Yeah, man. You know, like you're you yeah. do it all. You do it all. Yeah, right? yeah. No, I definitely love hunting. Um, got into it at a young age. I'll attribute a lot of that to uh, my uncle Donald Tom. Um, who also is a legend? Is a oh yeah, fucking legend. Okay, a legend around yeah. Ottawa, Gatineau, I guess. Um, no, more, I'd say international, man. International, yeah, yeah, for yeah, sure. yeah, yeah. Oh, cool, cool, cool. Yeah, he's um, he's quite a guy. He's a uh, you know like the biggest outdoor outdoorsman. Like loves hunting. Since the day I met him, he's always well. Shit, he was like there when I was born, right? <laughs> right. So he's like my second father. Um, but he's always had English setters. The man, when he was growing up, he would take off the entire fall just to go hunting every day <laughs> with his English setters for grouse and woodcock. So good. That's amazing. Like, he would build his work schedule around hunting. <laughs> yeah. And still does. Yeah. yeah <laughs> and yeah, still yeah. does. That's awesome. Yeah. So, no, I definitely, uh, um, he he played a big role in me getting into competitive fly fishing as well. He's the... He's actually the coach of our um, com- Commonwealth fly fishing team right now. Oh, no so way. he comes to Ireland and he comes to. Yeah. Oh, it's so awesome. Yeah. Man, being able to just stay back and then give advice. Oh, yeah, like man. That. Oh, that's cool. That's cool. That's yeah. super rad. Yeah. And then, yeah. Yeah. He's a good man. What a lifestyle. It's all pretty awesome. <laughs> and then also, you you do your guiding for the bulk of it in uh, in Canock. Yeah. Right? Yeah. So my, my old man. He uh, he did a lot of his guiding at Canuck. He was the head guy there for a while. Right. And and uh, for for those of you that don't know, what is Canuck? Canuck is like it's actually the biggest hunting game preserve in North America. Really? Um, it's sixty five thousand acres large. Whoa! I, I didn't, didn't know, know it was that, was that big. big. That's huge. Hey! <laughs> cheers! cheers. Boink, pink. Pink. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah, man. It's uh, it is a big place. It's got tons of lakes it was actually established i think in like 1674 something by like king louis yeah and since then it's just been kind of passed back and forth now it's owned by four different uh private guys okay because it was owned by fairmont yep Right, Fairmont yeah. owned Canuck. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, the, sh- the Shadow Montebello. Yeah. Oh right, Montebello. Oh, so Montebello owned Canuck at the, one point. Yeah, the Fairmont. The Fairmont. The Fairmont. Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah, so it's it's um it's an amazing spot. It's uh, you know, rivers, lakes, mm. uh, stocked with rainbows, mm. brookies, big mm. lake with wild 
Lakers, you got Bass Pike, it's the full shebang. You got you can do a Land Rover experience through the Fairmont. You can go Ooh, that'd be clay sick. shooting in the fall. You can do hunting. It's just like the and and hunting so like, like the amenities to or? oh sorry sorry no 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 wait, sorry, sorry. No, no, you, sorry I was please, like no, in I'm terms sorry. of hunting is it like, like <laughs> moose deer grouse like moose, everything yeah, or, yeah. or really cool yeah, yeah see because so wait Montebello okay so Montebello the sh- like that sh- chateau. Yeah. That big lodge yeah. is the thing I'm thinking about. Is that part of Kanai? No. Oh, okay, okay. So that's no. like outside. No, but they're like they're like brothers, I guess. Yeah, 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 they, yeah. they do a lot of business together. I they, just remember passing they that. They send clients back and forth. That lodge, like on the highway, you pass oh, that man. thing, and you're like, "Whoa, look at that!" That's a spectacular. <laughs> they all place. they all look yeah. the same. Like you look at the Chateau Frontenac, uh, the Montebello Lodge. You go in Banff. They kind of all had that same. Oh, it's kind all of under look. the same like. Company. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, Kanak. Yeah, Kanak is. Wow. I, didn't I didn't know. know. I didn't know it was the lar- I didn't. Yeah, I didn't, didn't know. know it was the largest. Yeah, did, yeah I mean, large and in charge. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Something to be proud of. That's cool. Uh, and uh, nationals are there next year, right? Nationals are going down there next year. Boom. Wow. Yeah, we're gonna firm up some dates on those. Mm. Um, it's a great location because every team can have their own private cabin. And Which and the cabins are beautiful. The cabins are not, knockout. Oh yeah. yeah, I saw the website. It's amazing. Yeah. It's really nice, and you know, you don't have to hire a bus to go like to lake. Guys can just drive to the to the lakes, and they're you know f- stocked with great fish. And in the fall, they're the fishing's just amazing. The colors are next, right next to nothing. Right. It's nice to have like a big, vast amount of wilderness that's like cared for and protected, and yeah. You know. And like just to put it in perspective, because it's you say it's the biggest uh, national uh, reserve. How far away from Ottawa? Is that like forty five minutes? minutes. <laughs> that's fucking crazy. <laughs> Everybody like, from Ottawa insane. should be going there all the time, yeah. so constantly. Yeah. But I mean, like, <laughs> yeah. just just to talk about the proximity of what we have, you know, like mm-hmm. that's the, a really good point. Dude, yeah. you're like you're like in the capital of Canada. You drive forty five minutes, you're in the biggest uh, incredible reserve. trout and yeah, yeah. fishing and, and hunting and hunting. That's yeah. really cool. five thousand acres. Like, oh my thousand acres. I didn't know that. That's if, insane. If there's one thing that I if there's one thing that I miss about living in Ottawa is the proximity of 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 all that you yeah. know I'm, right. i kind of miss you know that what though i remember growing up in ottawa and being like oh there's no trout man i gotta go to calabogie or i gotta go to like new uh, york, new york which, is, which is what all the one i would do all the time yeah yeah you know but now i look at it i'm thinking like well canock was like it's really like not that far it's like it's not that far at all man mm. it's like, awesome if you think about it there's not that unless you go into the gatineau park and really get exploring some of those yeah you know private not private, I guess, but just like little, yeah, little wild. You gotta like really put yeah. your time oh, in to find yeah. trout. It's, yeah, yeah. it's mostly you're putting uh, your time in, and you're yeah, you're putting your time it's, in. It's either it's warm water, it's Canuck, right? it's uh, Tromblon, mm-hmm. it's the Shadow Gay, upstate New York, it's the Shadow Gay. Yeah, I remember yeah. Calabogie having a couple lakes that were like stocked with bows, yeah. but like it would and be Splake, like yeah. and yep. Splake, but, yep. you know, What so. about like La Verandrie and stuff? Is it too far? It's a little far. Yeah, you're pushing it. You're pushing it now. Okay, okay. <laughs> I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Easy like, gab, no, no. Easy so I used push to it. drive like 13 hours. I know, right? Yeah. My dad, you know. Yeah. No, I haven't spent a whole lot of time up there, but there's, yeah, there's, and then like Papino Labelle Park. Yeah, 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 no, but those it's parks like, are all touching each other's. When you look at the map, it's like, it's like three times uh, Algonquin Park. You're like, whoa, this yeah. place is yeah. huge. It's crazy. <laughs> That's crazy. <laughs> One sec, I'm just going to grab a bit more beer. Uh, I, I a little beer refill for you there, Mitchie? That's what you need. Yeah, it's a little bit more a beer. beer resu. I, like I think it might actually be da- dagger. It's it's really good. It's really good. Like I my my first glass, I yeah. So where I where'd you make this? 
Uh, there's a really oh, Mitchie. Here's a spill. Spillsies. Here's a spill. Spilleroo. Spilly Mitchie. I don't like this beer anymore. <laughs> uh, this beer gets made in a facility called Brunswick Brewhouse. Guys who started Brunswick, really interesting. It's all foam. <laughs> That's where all the flavors at. No? Yeah, it is. ladies and gentlemen, Mitch can't pour beers. No, no. I, I can't either. So I can't uh, Brunswick's know. a really cool. Um, it's a brew house in the East End. Um, in like East York, yeah. And what they do is they make beer for other companies. <laughs> okay. Yeah. And it, it's really good. Yeah, it's really, it's really good. good. So what they do is like what they do is is the, their whole mandate is you know beer has to be fresh. You have to you know ingest fresh beer. But some companies are a portfolio company first. They were a portfolio company, and they're like, well, you know, it would make super fresh beers if we just made this beer your beer here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so they get all the ingredients and they get the recipes and it's a huge production facility for other breweries wow. that they represent, okay. that their portfolio company represents. So they get like, huge contracts like Ace Hill or Dagger or... Um, Are those like, guys in Ottawa? What? There's one of those in Ottawa too. There's a big one in Ottawa. Oh, I yeah? Think. Yeah. It's a great model Like if you have the means to sell Not the beer. Not as big, I don't think, but it's a Bob Cajun beer. comes. They br- they were at one point bringing Ottawa. Mm. Mm. I don't know where. Hmm. Huh. Huh. <laughs> How about huh. that? How about that? How about that? How about that? And then there is that. So, should we talk about Canuck a little bit more? Because, like, Canuck blows my fucking mind. <laughs> I know, me too. Because, uh, yeah. yeah, I've never heard of Canuck before. I saw. Well, I, I live in Quebec my whole life, and then I didn't hear about it before I moved to Toronto. So, I'm kind of like, <laughs> That's true, what yeah. the fuck? <laughs> there was a cool post that Chris posted of the double header. That was not a Canuck. That was oh, that wasn't a Canuck? What no. was that? No, at Canuck, we get the triple headers. <laughs> oh, <laughs> Ooh, mic Even drop. Better. <laughs> How long have you been fishing Canuck? Since you're... No, since, dude, since... Since forever yeah, ago. Yeah. yeah. Since you were so in your, your dad dad's was, backpack. Your dad, yeah, your dad was a head guide. Yeah, there. yeah. That's yeah. so cool. Yeah, he did a lot of guiding there. And then I'd go there on uh, bring your kid to work days. <laughs> That's pretty sweet. So <laughs> they had a hatchery at the time, which they just rebooted which they're going to start uh, replenishing their lakes with now. Um, but at the time, the la- or the the hatchery was, um, all the excess fluids were going into the whitefish lake, and they had a huge algae bloom every year. Mm. So they had to shut it down and kind of rejig things. But in between that, they had this um, kind of like a little tailings pond, I guess, yep. which they st- put all the brood stocks in. Oh. And so if you wanted to teach somebody how to cast, that's where you'd bring them. <laughs> so Pops would bring... The guys that he was teaching how to cast, and I'd go on the other side and just, you know, flinging my black woolly bugger around. <laughs> and I was always hooking up, right? And, and he, he'd get sick and tired of it. He's, he's like, okay, calling like, I want to get my clients into some fish. Let's swap around. <laughs> so I'd go to the other side. And we'll hammer them from the other side. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Yeah, no, great memories at Canuck, man. It's, uh, that's, where I, that's where I really learned how to fish, I think. It's a great spot, like just. Would you say that's your home water, like like sure. in your heart of hearts, for kind sure. of thing? Yeah. Sure, yeah, yeah. I'd be comfortable saying that for sure. Mm. Yeah, yeah. It's a great spot, man. Yeah, it looks rad. It looks super rad. Uh, it's been around for how long? Well, it was first established in I think 1674. Whoa! By King Louis the whatever number. <laughs> <laughs> from from La Belle, France. Yeah. Probably 13, just saying. <laughs> <laughs> and then it's, you know, it, it's traded hands a million yeah, yeah. a lot of times, and now it's, yeah, it's uh, owned privately now by 
four individuals who are really looking after really well. They're developing it. They got all kinds of new ideas. Yeah. So yeah, there's a good. lot of good shit going on there right now. Nice. Um, they got the um, NCC involved. Mm. They're really, th- you know, thinking long term about conservation. And uh, that's great. They got you know Miguel students in there studying, and it's you know there's there's great network going on right Could now. Could become a good example for what other people should do with like their lodges and stuff yeah you yeah know, it could like be it could be a new type of yeah yeah, yeah. that's great new yeah. thinking's great yeah yeah 100 percent. yeah cool uh and so you guide there you got it anywhere else i got a bit like up in tromblon yeah and, uh, yeah i gotta tell you i've never fished the diablo yeah me neither I've, I've never fished you know, the diablo i've seen pictures is it true true du diablo i think something like is that no that's a brewery no. That's oh, also right. a That's right. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, in Shawinigan, in Shawinigan uh, yeah. well, my grandpa lived there. Yeah. I should know that. Yeah. I mean, if you, the Diablo is great fishery. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, but I could save you a trip by kicking you in the knees five times because <laughs> you're getting that bruised up. <laughs> yeah. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah crazy. Dude, it's a, it's a serious, it's a serious river for sure. Hmm. But um, technical, it's like your classic pocket water, deep, mm-hmm. trench. It's a, it's a fun river to fish. If you want to fish hopper dropper or like single stimmies, mm. like it is fun. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Sounds like the Jacques Cartier where I grew up. Yeah. It's a little bit like that. Yeah. 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 Huge boulders wipe out all the time. And yeah. Yeah. It's just bucket water, basically. Yeah. Yeah. I love it. You that. go fish with my dad. He's like, right, right in front of that rock. And I'm like, how do you know? And then he goes, catch yeah. fish. Like he knows like all the rocks and stuff. It's like, Really, like, yeah, bucket water. So, was your dad fly fishing? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Oh, right on. Yeah, that's how I got into it. Okay, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, the old family looperoo still, still does, <laughs> still does, still does. Yeah, yeah. maybe not. He, as he can often, still huck a line. Oh, yeah, yeah, no, he's a uh, he's in his mid 50s, he's okay. okay. Looks older than he is, but whatever. <laughs> Whoa, Gab, oh, he listened. That's why I said that. He Gab, listened to our oh podcast. God. Oh, my god, <laughs> well, it's a good thing it's after Christmas, he can't beat you when you get home. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> You couldn't anyway. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Damn. You're just roasting your dad. I know because I fired. Because you know what? I know he listened to it. So I'm like, fuck you, dad. <laughs> oh my god! Jesus, ruthless, savage fan. Oh my god! You wrong- man's is this? Y'all wrong for this? Dude, Happy New Year's, pops. I'm telling you, man. <laughs> so you're going to be doing the old Commonwealth uh, soon, eh? In 2020. 2020. Would New Zealand 2020 be the most Zealand. exotic location you've ever been to? 100%. Yeah. yeah New Zealand yeah. is insane. Yeah. New Zealand would be pretty far. I've been pretty lucky. Like, I got, I've been at, you know, Czech, France, wow. Ireland. Wow. Um, England. Wow. So, but, yeah, that's, New Zealand would be, a, I mean, it's, you know, if you're a fly fisherman, like, shit, where do you want to go, right? Yeah. First, first answer everybody's going to give you is New Zealand. Yeah. Um, so to have the chance to go there and, you know, compete for Canada and fulfill, you know, that childhood dream of going to New Zealand is just like a yeah. double knockout. Yeah. Yeah. Oh man, it's going to be so good. So that's interesting. I have a question about, uh, that whole competing in New Zealand. Like, um, the way competitive angler was explained to me is like, you catch not so big fish, but you catch them regularly. 
But I feel like in New Zealand, it's like you stalking really big trout and then move on. And it's, then, yeah. So how how does that work in terms of uh, making points in competition? It's totally different, right? Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah you got to yeah. change your approach. That's really cool. Yeah, you got to change the way because it's not you're not going to go. You might not go in and you know smoke twenty fish. It mm -hmm. might just be you know two fish to win a session kind of thing. So you really right. got to change your approach. Okay. Um, and that's why we you know we go we go to these places. We don't just go in thinking we know someone we we hire a local guide and oh yeah we do our research and yeah really do our due diligence on figuring out probably go a little bit before like figuring oh yeah we go out you know stuff. a week or two in advance fish the waters scout all the rivers and really try and dial it in that's yeah. awesome yeah like for ireland you were there a week before right yep yeah, yeah that sounds about right yeah yeah that's it was a, it was a great competition um super I wouldn't say technical. There were small fish in the river. Uh, one of the rivers was really technical. The other one just had a ton of small fish. Mm -hmm. So it was, you know, working through the small fish to get to the counters, which are 20 centimeters. Mm. Um, and then, like, on my last fishing, or my last session on the Quiggery, I get off the bus and because they give you your your uh, your beat. Yeah. So I get off the bus and you know I'm looking around at the guys. They're like, "Ooh, you know they're making that face. Like, God damn, you got that beat." And I'm like, Shh. "Shut <laughs> up, really?" <laughs> so I get there and I see, I see my beat. I'm like, "It is flat as piss on a pot. Like no structure." Oh my god! <laughs> like, yeah. like like just <laughs> yeah. frog water, right? Yeah. I'm like, god damn, and I haven't practiced this stuff. Like I'm not used to this. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But so we had the week before we brought in. A multi-time world champion, David R.K. from Spain. I just bought some of his leaders. Yeah, me too. Yeah, we did. <laughs> yeah. So he, he's the man. That guy, I learned so much from him in two weeks. And kind of the approach I took from him was, you know, on a on a section of river like this, like take your time, really work it slow, and because you're not going to have a whole lot of opportunities. So that really settled in for me. And I was like, you know, I just need one or two fish here. So, I I just you know I I took two hour two and a half hours to work. It was about two hundred yards. Oh wow! So like slow, slow, yeah, slow yeah, it yeah. down. And I managed three fish and got a second in the session, which was boom. Which was a yeah. It yeah was that's pretty cool. Sweet. That's pretty awesome, man. So you got the shitty water and finished second. Yeah. So looking back on it, like that was probably one of my sessions where I was like, okay, like I've really progressed. Yeah. Right. Whereas you know. In like a three fish session doesn't sound like a big knockout, but like in that kind of setting in that water on the fifth session, once it's been pounded by five mm -hmm. world class anglers, right? Then it's like okay, like I feel really good about that. Yeah, you know, when you put it in perspective, right? Yeah, hundred percent. It's pretty intense. What yeah. uh, river was that? It was called the Quiggery. That's sick. The Quiggery. <laughs> Quiggery River. Of yeah, course yeah. you're in Ireland. Yeah, that's so cool. And so in 2012, I was there for the Youth World Championships. Yeah. So I, I I got to fish it before, and I got to fish all those venues before actually. So that was that was nice, kind of having like a, you know, a bit of knowledge going there. Yeah, for sure. Instead of just going in blind. What yeah. was your what was your like approach when you came up to that you know frog water that flat water? What what <clears> was the, what was going through your mind? I'm like, single nymph, size 18, unweighted, just really fish it. You know, strategic fan cast. Yep. 
wait, look for risers. If I see a riser, approach it with, a, you know, put down the nymphing rod, just grab a single dry, like a small size 18F fly. Yeah. And, uh, like, really just take advantage of each small situation. Yeah. So, yeah, it was just really breaking it down kind of systematically. Yeah. Right, and taking a lot, like, having a lot of patience to, like, f you know, figure out every little nuance. Oh, it's, it's fully patience, right? Yeah. And knowing that, you know, you might not get a fish to the last, like, five minutes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And, and just really sticking out and staying confident because that's that's the big thing because people get down on themselves right yeah. right if you're not especially in the lake setting yeah where you're in a boat with somebody oh my god who's smoking them yeah you can get really <laughs> fucked well we, yeah <laughs> have you been, i mean have you been in that situation i've been on both sides of it 100 percent. yeah yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's <laughs> shitty when you're on the other side for sure yeah yeah it, it, like you say it's easy, it can be easy to get yourself down oh man yeah you start fumbling rethinking things yeah. what the biggest thing that guys do that's that's a huge mistake is they start doing things that they're not used to mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. things that they haven't practiced right mm. that's where you really start to go wrong yeah where you start you know changing the way you'd fish it yeah. the thing that you're confident with and trying to trying to match what another guy's doing yeah. even though it's what you're doing isn't great yeah. but that's how you really get caught up it's like yeah. that typical saying and like you hear that in hockey too like when like a good scorer like can't score like oh you gotta go back to basic you know yeah. it's yeah. kind of like that you yeah. know, like, in a way 100%. don't don't go too complicated it's not working just, just keep it simple or just like stay in your wheelhouse stay in yeah, your wheelhouse yeah. man 100 percent. yeah yeah no i like if i had to think of myself as an angler i'd say i'm like the most utilitarian angler like okay, yeah. like just base like yeah. i like to keep it really easy my fly box, like, I'm not going, I don't have a million different flies. I got, like, maybe three flies with different weights. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And yeah. just keeping it, you know, keeping it easy. A fish is a fish that are going to eat whatever. It's a really good point, actually. Yeah. You know, like, just keeping it, keeping yeah. it easy. Just have different ways to fish a fly. Yeah. Instead of having different flies to fish. Yeah. There you go. That's what I've learned, like, fishing with uh, Aldo and Chris this, this summer, like, like, for your name, for example, you don't need... A whole lot of different patterns. Just no. change beads or something. No, all you need same is a squirmy wormy, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah but, you just need but worms. same flies, but like with different with bead. different beads, you know? Like, <laughs> yeah. Yes, sir. Don't, uh, various squirmy worms. All yeah. you need is various. Squirmy is a worm. No, you just need the pink one. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> with various densities <laughs> of sink. <laughs> yeah, I remember we had a moment like that, Gab, up in Attawapiskat, where you were sort of like uh, the first day. Yeah. Like, we get there, and Ottawa Piscat, and I was just going to use that as an example. Like, you guys caught fish in five minutes. Yeah, we were smoking and then, fish. And then, and then I'm like, them. And then I'm like, dude, I haven't caught a fish in 15 minutes. Like, I'm freaking out. I was, like, getting all angry the, the craziest, at myself. The, the craziest thing was all you had to do was look at me and just do what I was doing because I'm <laughs> <laughs> But I did. I, I, I guess, yeah, no, I didn't catch my first bite on the That's popper. That's okay. It's okay. But, uh, but no, but, like, and then, and then I caught... <laughs> and then finally, after maybe 45 minutes, which is ridiculous when you put it in perspective, oh I God. got like this like, 45 inches by like, and then I'm like sitting down and I'm like, I was getting angry because I didn't catch a fish in 45 minutes yeah, up there. And then now I just caught the biggest fish of my entire life. Yeah. Like, it's tough. How, it's tough. Like it's, yeah, yeah. Seeing people catching fish and you're like, what the hell am I doing yeah. wrong? You know? Yeah. yeah. What do you think about can like Team Canada on the world stage? That's a good question. We're still... On the world stage, we're still in our infancy, I'd say. Um, still playing catch-up for a lot of reasons. I think we don't have as many competitions. We don't have the rivers. We don't have 
we don't have the amount of anglers a lot of countries have right now. Mm-hmm. Right. We're still we're still a building. It's still in our building blocks, mm. but we're on the right pace. Like for example, the Commonwealth. Geez, we're on it. If you look at it at the way it's been, we're killing it right now at the Commonwealth level. But you can't really compare the Commonwealth to the world's just because you're excluding all those European countries, mm. which are just so dialed. Right. Um, but no, we're on the right track. There's a lot of good things going on. And I think we just got to keep, you know, bringing these guys, like bringing guys like David R.K., bringing guys like like Martin, um, who's a multi-time world champion. Mm. And just continuing yeah. to learn and, and practice and that's keep your head down and keep building yeah that's yeah. it and yeah. just putting as many arrows in the quiver as possible yeah mm. and it's just experience right because if you look at for example donald he in 2009 he he came second at the worlds in scotland and he, you know what i think i think so much of it is just experiencing and just being able to adapt because you you know situations now. You've been in a situation where, okay, that fish is rising. Mm-hmm. I know what to do. Um, so it's not it's not always just about being young, innovative, getting hard after it, and practicing every day. A lot of it is just experience, right? And you yeah. know, being like the past few times, the world champions have been like fifty five years old, right? Yeah, yeah, right. So because they know, because they just know. Yeah. yeah, it's not funny, eh? Just but it's true because you just get you get presented to into so many different situations, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah and yeah, fly yeah. fishing's like it's not like basketball where your career ends at yeah. you know thirty three. Yeah. You can you can power through that and you just keep getting better. It's a funny thing, like it's so true. Like John Girak actually had something to say about that. He was saying he was talking about well, we had him on the show and he was talking about how well, also in his book, um, a fly rod of your own, he talks about how. You could you could cast you could be a great caster and then someone comes up and asks you how to cast like you're casting and you just can't tell oh, them. Oh, it's 100. percent And then they're watching and you start fumbling. Yeah, it's the weirdest shit. Like it's a learned thing, but yeah. it's like not a thing you can necessarily express. Yeah. Does it mean you're good at something that you're good at explaining how to exactly, do it? Exactly you know? right. It's just like an innate thing. The more you do it, the longer you do it, the more you just get good at it without being able to understand why. Yeah, it's weird. Yeah, it is weird. It's the volume of situations you've been. Yeah, it's yeah. like a, into your mm-hmm. muscle, into your just fibers. Yeah. Getting all down in it, eh? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who do you think on like the like in terms of like the again the world stage? Who who what who what country impresses you? Right now, most? it's Spain. Like not yeah. even like those, not even close. Those guys are just so. Like Ian said the same thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. I think yeah, I think he did. But it's <laughs> it's the truth. Like those guys are just on top of the world right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and then you know. You got the the Czechs and the French. Yeah. The Americans are really great as well. Mm-hmm. Um, but those are your top top teams right there, I'd say, like, consistently on top. Yeah. 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 Competitive fly fishing. So cool. So yeah. crazy. Yeah, no, it's it's I, it's fun, right? Because you you learn so much from it. Yeah. It it's an interesting way to learn because there's that's where everything's kind of developing at such a fast pace. Mm-hmm. Right. That's where the techniques are coming from. That's where European nymphing's coming from. Yep. Yep. All these new leaders, all these new flies. Like it's yeah, just kind of, it's the innovation mm-hmm. that's coming from it Yeah. that makes you really, really learn and get good, I think. Yeah. Do yeah. you see any uh, good prospect? Like, do you see any younger ones sometimes that you're like, yeah, you 
you're probably gonna do oh, it like for that. sure, man. Like we have a like, how, like how's our youth program? So yeah, for sure. So I I came up through the ranks um, on the youth team. That was like the, the best thing that ever happened to me. And now now I'm actually one of the coaches for the Canadian youth fly fishing team. That's awesome. And we had a really good run. Right now it's kind of it's kind of stagnant. So we're really working on getting some new prog uh, some new programs um, back into it because that's the future, right? Mm-hmm. We we need more kids into we we need more people getting into fly fishing. Yeah. Um, and, and it's not just competitive fly fishing. I feel it's just introducing yeah. people to the sport, right? Yeah. And, le- and letting them take whatever they want away from it mm-hmm. and go in whichever direction they want. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Hundred yeah. percent. As long as people are casting. We're, we're good. Where's yeah. the rhyme there? I thought you're. No, it doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> no, I was waiting for it. As long as people are casting, we're lasting. Hey, sure, sure. Right. We're lasting. Yeah. I don't know what else. Where I don't know what else. That, that was. It was. Casting. It was awful. It was awful. Don't forget about it. Should we take a two? <laughs> we should take a Forty Creek. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> forty yeah, Creek time. Forty Creek. Um, Euro Euro nymphing. I wanted to just chat about that because Euro nymphing is is rad, and I. Totally was ushered into it or learned about it first from Mikey, Mike Lennox. Yeah. And uh, and this other guy that used to come in a flood pile and fly, Alan. Do you know, do you guys by any chance of the fact of the matter know Alan? Do you, do you did, know what I mean? Did he have like really big uh, glasses? Was he a big guy? Yeah, he had he big, big glasses. He was a big guy, right? He had big glasses. Yeah, he was, he was a big, big dude, big fridge, glasses. He like repaired fridges for a living. He totally did. You know who I'm talking about. That's exactly what he I'm talking in, about. He came in. He came in. Shout out Alan. Alan Shout out man. Alan. <laughs> Alan, he, Alan was sick. Alan would come in to Green Drake on Saturdays yeah. at noon, yeah. and I'd be like, "Oh, you going fishing today?" He's like, I "Already went." I'm like, "Where?" He's like, "Shadow Game." Stop. I was like, "I was like, what?" And he's like, "Yeah, um, hit the river at four in the morning." Yeah. He would fish the m- the morning hatch only. Come on. And then drive back yeah. to Ottawa, and then come to Green Drake he's and be hardcore. like, and "I'd be like, uh," and he'd tell us how he did it. But he was the best. Big Al knew what was going on. I love Big Al, yeah. man. He would come in to float paddle fly, and we would just talk about stuff. like. And Euro Nymphing at the time was a big thing he wanted to chat about. That's funny. And he gave me DVDs, and he was like, I'm building a 10-foot rod and like all no the way. stuff. No just, way. No way. That's back in the heyday, too. Yeah. Like early stages. Yeah, early yeah. stage when it was called check nymphing. Check yeah, nymphing. Yeah, it was yeah. check nymphing, right? you tie yeah. those flies with the floss, and you do Dude, the braid. We, had, we ran some weird-ass setups. <laughs> like Mikey... He he would run straight backing leaders, whoa! Like straight, that's crazy. <laughs> straight backing leaders right to his cider, and then right off that is flies. Oh man! Like just the most supple, yeah, yeah, yeah like yeah. most sensitive setup ever. It was hilarious, <laughs> but I couldn't help but you know try the same thing. Yeah, of course. And it was effective. Of course, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course, but you know, as things kind of progressed, you know, came up with your own nymphing lines and. You you're you're not able to like Phipps Moosh kind of which is the kind of uh, the board of competitive fly fishing yeah the governing board you'd say uh, kind of enforce some rules that you couldn't have um, a leader double the length of your rod so you couldn't have more than twenty feet yeah off your line because you know the French were just running straight mono and you know where do you draw the line right yeah mm-hmm. so now so now you got your you got your uh, your nymphing line, yeah, and then you run, you know, whatever mono you want, and uh, you got your indicator cider material, yeah. Off that, you usually run a little tippet ring, just to make things a lot more efficient. If you ever, you, if ever you break off or, and it's way better with a tippet ring. It's so much better. Life is way easier yeah. with a tippet ring. Yeah, yeah. 
And uh, yeah, no, you can't deny the effectiveness of your own thing, right? And I think it's taken a little while to catch on mm-hmm. because there was a lot of doubters and a lot of people, you know, saying like, oh, well, that's not really fly fishing. You're not even casting. You're just lobbing flies, which is fucking true. Yeah, you are lobbing <laughs> flies. But listen, boy. But you're still using a fly. <laughs> you want to catch fish? Yeah. Let's go, let's go into your own effing. Yeah. Tie on a worm, son. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, my God. I love the squirmy worm. Actually, you wrote a pretty awesome on bright water anglers. Yep. You have your blog, right? right? And you wrote a blog about the squirmy worm in the bung, and I, I loved yeah, that man. piece. You wrote a blog about the squirmy worm. Yeah. 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 I love the squirmy worm. I, I mean, it's I, no, it's no. There you said no, it. It's no secret. Yeah. Uh, no. Yeah. It's no secret. I've talked about it no, basically man. for the past six episodes. We're putting it on a t-shirt. It it works. Yeah. Can like, we? You know, like people, We're it, yeah. people are like, it. oh, Let's it's it. not a fly. It's rubber. Sims, make but a squirmy worm t-shirt. Yeah, let's make the worm squirm. <laughs> let's, let's make, make the worm let's squirm. Let's make the worm squirm. Like, squirm nation. If the San Juan worm is, you know, you know, yeah. accepted yeah. into the into the lexicon of of flies. Yeah, is that the right word anyway? Yeah, sure. Um, then the squirm worm must because yeah. it's the better mousetrap. It's, it's a, with it's Joe, a better worm. Joe, my uncle Joe calls them battery powered because they're just like in the water, like oh man, like just giving they're so her. deadly. But yeah. like if you look at it now, Spain is, you know, uh, banned them. Czech Republic's banned them. Oh really? Yeah. We recently ban- wait banned them from com- competitive. competitive. Oh, okay. oh okay. competitive. Okay. I was like, whoa, that's badass. I was like, like yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> a bit hardcore. <laughs> get your hands off my worms. <laughs> and uh, we we actually banned them at the most recent competition we did. Because a couple reasons, right? Um, s- certainly their effectiveness. Um, because in the lakes, the way we fish them was we fish them under a bung, which is the oh, subtle way of oh, saying bobber. Oh. <laughs> Essentially, all it is is a couple, you know, like the booby fly. Yep. So those big foam cylinders. Yeah, yeah. Two of those tied on a hook. <laughs> yeah. Kind of looking like a little tuning fork on the top of the water. Oh, okay. Um, and then suspended under that, you got two wor- two squirmy wormies at like eight or twelve feet, yeah. depending on where they're suspended at. Mm. And it just sounds it, like it's gonna work. Oh, dude, it's, <laughs> it's like going back to your childhood, right? Like it wasn't my childhood, but a lot most childhood was, you know, bobber fishing with a few worms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, oh yeah, for sure. And um, so it kind of got to the point where it's like. You know, are we fly fishing right now, or what? <laughs> yeah. so, what are we doing? Like, yeah. And so we we banned the worm um, for that particular competition. I don't know if it's gonna reciprocate across um, fly fishing Canada or not. Mm-hmm. It's kind of a bit of a gray area right now. Um, but God, it's effective. Yeah. <laughs> Just yeah. 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 They're. I gotta say though, they're a shit to tie. Dude, dude, I hate they're the those. easiest fly in the world to tie. <laughs> really? Easy. Yeah. You wrap it and then you try to tie it and then it oh, I thread just, mine like, everywhere. What do you do? I thread them. So you just go on top and you thread I, it? No, no, like, 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 you know how you know, like, well, you know when you're, you're like you have your spin fishing, you got like a jig head. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you have your grub. Yeah. Oh. Yeah, I do that. Oh, I you put see. I the, see. Well, that's greasy, man. <laughs> <laughs> No, that's crazy. I, no, that's how I that's how I get them on, and then yeah. I wrap. Okay. And then I wrap. Okay. And then I wrap. Right. But that's how I start the fly. I gotcha. Yeah. Yeah. yeah what I'll do is I'll use just um, like some number eight red glow bright, so the thicker stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
which is more of like a yarn instead of a thread because if you use like eight odd thread, it'll oh just yeah, you're cutting it every time. Yeah, that's kind of what. Yeah, so that's, that's what I had. That's your yeah. problem right there. It's problem right there. Yeah, don't use the eight odd. Right, go white. Don't go use, big. Go yeah, big. Yeah. Go big, man. Yeah, you just tie them in at the butt. Wrap your f- thread up to behind the bead. Wrap the worm up. Tie it off. Shut her down. Cast that out. Catch a fish. <laughs> Bobber yeah. down. Fish, fish, Bobber fish. Down. Bobber down. Bobber yeah. down, boy. Bobber down, yeah. <laughs> Put it below. Uh, what's the thing you were calling the bobber? It's called thing? a bung. A bung. Put it bung. below a bung. Yeah, let's keep this classy. Yeah. <laughs> what a setup. I love it. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what? Trout opener, and you just fish that, and you're going to just <laughs> fucking like slay. I know. Right? Man. Amazing. Yeah. And for it's every like steelhead. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I love browns. How it's it's definitely yeah. a multi-species fly. Rainbows in the lakes, like oh yeah, yeah. brookies and creeks. Yeah. I love how flies like some spark so much hatred among, amongst f- fishermen. Yeah, They're like, funny, right? it's true. It's an interesting. Like we were talking about the we're talking about this now, but you know, it was it was a different fly five years ago. It was a different fly ten years ago, twenty, thirty. There was yeah. always some flies that, that were new. How about the mop? Pissed the everybody mop off. Yo, everybody yeah. hated the mop yeah, fly. The mop. Yeah. God, imagine when the woolly bugger was introduced. Dude. God, that must have been some serious fights going on back yeah. then. Families were destroyed. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> some guy was like running from into the town center holding this woolly bugger. This fly catches someone shoots him. <laughs> <laughs> holy shit. <laughs> it's true though. Like they do where it flies. You know, really, fly patterns really do incite the most conversation. Mm-hmm. Right? And like sports people, like fly anglers, uh, we, we, a lot of them have strong opinions. So like it starts a lot, st- stir a lot of debate. Yeah. Sure can. Yeah. 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 Which what is you, a great thing. What do you think about, you know, like that, the idea of just like, do you, are there any patterns you wouldn't use? Like, do you have anything that. No, man. Going back to the old utilitarian angler, like, yeah. if it works, I mean, I don't know where you want to draw the line. Like, what's? I'm not gonna get too too out of bounds, but like, I'll, I'll use whatever catches fish, right? Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. Sure. In the fly fishing world. Yeah, yeah. You know, I I always use barbless hooks and yeah, all the time. I think it's a preference thing. I feel like it's like some people like want to catch fish on a specific pattern, fish a specific way, and that just makes them happy. Other times it's like, eh, yeah, for today sure. I'm going to just fish. No, you got your guys that are still like, yeah. I just I just fish dry flies. Yeah, upstream. exactly. Yeah. Upstream. Yeah. Uh, and that's what they do. Yeah. They do it between this time and this time, and they're happy as a clam. This guy's still mm-hmm. using silk lines. Hell yeah. You know, because like, they like it. They love it. So, you know, do what makes you happy, right? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. It's fishing. Like, it's, it's supposed to make you happy. Yeah, it's yeah. a pastime. <laughs> yeah. The way you want to do it. Is the right way. Exactly. That's man. what you do. Through and through. 100%. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I mean, so long as you're not like poaching. Well, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's fly fishing. That goes fishing. to say. Fly that goes to say. I think the line with fly fishing is like, if, as long as you're not like tossing a rapala with like two trebles out on your fly line. No. Or using bait. It's, yeah, know, it's fly yeah. fishing. Exactly. It's if it's a fly and you're using a fly, then, you know. I don't want to fish. I don't want to fish with What worms. about putting your, uh, putting your nymph in a. In a power bait? fish food container and shake it, <laughs> leave it for the night. Good old power bait. <laughs> well, it's I heard I heard people yeah. I heard people doing that like for for like guide like for carp and stuff on Champlain. Oh, 100. They just leave yeah. their their the carp fly in a in a container with with fish food and for how, the night. How how are competitions? <laughs> how like can someone just go do that at a competition? And like, is there any moderation? Like, are people on the? Oh, that's a good question. Yeah, how do people yeah, moderate? The rules. Like, yeah. you, cause maybe the you Spanish. Self- 
Maybe the Spanish are just cheating like crazy. Ooh. <laughs> no. no. Don't um, say that. We're going to get a hate mail now. Yeah, we're going to get Spanish hate mail that we can't read. <laughs> None of us can speak Spanish. Just all caps and exclamation marks. No, it's this all... This guy's mad! <laughs> it's all... Uh, so, on the lakes, it's self-controlled. Mm-hmm. Actually, at the world level, you got a controller in the middle of the boat yeah. watching both of you, oh. uh, measuring your fish, wow. checking your flies... You know, if you put your hook through a piece of wool and one little thread comes off. Wow. Okay. Your, your fish are getting DQ'd. Wow, wow, wow. Yeah. Okay, wow. so it is pretty. Oh, yeah, 100%. Okay, it's good. not just a free Oh, that's for all. great. Yeah. And There's then, refs. And then you have a beat moderator in a river, right? Correct. Great. You got, you got somebody on the river who's watching what you're doing, making sure yeah. you're not, you know, on somebody else's water. You're not, um, they're checking your flies. Mm-hmm. Mm. Measuring your fish, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. making sure that they're the correct size. Mm-hmm. So the Spanish are just really fucking kick-ass anglers. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Nice save, man. Good I thought re- I had Good them. recovery there. <laughs> <laughs> we love you. We love you. Uh, <laughs> that's cool. Yeah, man. Gab. It's a whole yeah. world. Do you have a news segment? Yes. Did you but Google anything be... quick enough there? Yeah. <laughs> if you, Gab uh, if didn't you have... thought that was an awkward podcaster. Gab didn't this have really awkward. He didn't I... have a news segment, and then we were like, "You should do the news today." And, and then so I Googled he one. Started Googling, yeah. Okay, well, let so me. Wait, we gotta queue up the music yeah. here. Let me do the thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I want my music. Hold tight. Okay, ready? Hold Gab? tight. So yeah, uh, Colin, we do a, a news segment with Gab, and and. Yeah. and it's, it's basically infor- making fun of me for two it's minutes. Infor- it's, infor- <laughs> it's informative. It's informative sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and like uh, one, one time. Okay. Where's my music? <laughs> sort of. Okay, ready? Yeah, yeah, yeah. For well, sure. you can hear it, hopefully. Yeah, yeah, I like that. Go ahead. Hello, this is uh, Gabrielle with your SoFly Fly Fishing News. I really hope the sound effect's public domain. <laughs> We've been using it for yeah, like we, so many We're going to get sued our ass yeah. off. <laughs> All right. So <laughs> <laughs> here's, a, here's a headline for you that I did not write. Mm. Last Scottish wild salmon facility closes as there are few fish to catch. And then here's why. Here's, so I thought this article was about sport, um, the sport of uh, fly fishing for salmon. But really, it's about closing nets. Like netting uh, on wild salmon. Yeah, rivers? it's like it's like, oh wow, uh, we caught one thousand seven hundred wild salmon in a net at the bottom of this river. Nice. But we shout stop because sports angler can't catch them anymore. Right. So like, yeah. So it's why not, don't? It's not every river though. It's, it's not every river. Right. It's <laughs> it's uh, the river. Let me find it here. It's the Esk District Salmon Fishery Board. No, that's not the name of a river. At all. <laughs> <laughs> I heard it was the Spay. Yeah, hey. the River Spay, right? The River Spay. The River Spay is still okay, I think. Is that what oh. it says here? Um, <laughs> he, he's just, hey, hey, give me a sec. He's scrolling, sec. folks. You think I was awkward before? Just wait. Gab, you should just make this up and see if I'm, people. No, he's I'm totally making this up. People email us. Oh, you're killing it, Gab. <laughs> I'm gonna get. I'm gonna get. He's the most supportive anybody. You know what? No, 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 the, of this news segment. Yeah. Usually, people are like, "What am I doing here?" <laughs> the uh, news why? section is the most <laughs> wonky things, and people just love it. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so basically, um, they're out fishing um, the wild salmon, and a salmon caught on a net. Is worth what do what is it? So, the, the a salmon that's caught by a fly angler, yeah, on a Scottish river, it's worth two two thousand pound. 
2,000 pounds. When you, because, you know, when you think about it, you get your license, yeah. you get your hotel room, you're spending, right. you go to the restaurants. Oh, I see, yeah. $2,000 salmon. The f- yeah. Yeah. The argument made for... The, f- the fish is always worth more in the water than yes. in the net. Yes. Mm-hmm. So... Well, a wild fish. So, yeah, yeah so... Yeah, yeah. Um, Especially in Scotland, yeah, a place people you know pilgrimage to go fishing for. Well, dude, I mean, Atlantics. people pilgrimage here. Oh, for well, sure. Here, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm not sure if it's news with Gab or Uppingen with but Scotland. Gab, if you go, if you're like, let's go fishing just in Scotland, stop netting salmon. Like, there's the same problem in Quebec. We they're like, uh, this year was good, but like two years in a row it was bad. Um, in Nova Scotia, it hasn't been really good. Yeah. Or well, Atlantic they salmon. The, they shut down the, f- the fishery in Newfoundland. Yeah, yeah. Newfoundland uh, fisheries were shut down. The I mean, right? there's no, you, there's no uh, other way than like just don't, like we don't, uh, we you can't buy Atlantic salmon, uh, wild Atlantic salmon here in Canada. No. We just don't do it. Like it's all farm, so just stop doing. It. I mean, we need. We obviously need better. I mean, this when you is, think about Scotland, you're like, I'm gonna go fish in Scotland. This is unprepared opinion with Gab. You think you think Atlantic, <laughs> you think Atlantic salmon, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You That's can't what I'm go saying. to Scotland to fish Atlantic salmon. I mean, apart from all the amazing locks, you can fish insanely incredible brown trout. And they just discovered a new species of brown trout, by the way. No, Did you see that? Oh, yeah. you Did you go to Scotland? No, but no, I'm going. going. I'm okay. gonna go. You're going. So yeah. Mitch's girlfriend go to school there for the year. No way. So I'm gonna go in May. April uh, and I'm like gonna Glasgow area. Where are you going? Glasgow yeah. to Glasgow, okay. and then I'm gonna I'm gonna try to hit up some locks for Browns. Okay, which sound, which is, just looks amazing. She was yeah. showing me pictures, and I'm like, holy shit! Oh man, it's this next. I'll yeah. put you in contact with a few guys. Oh, oh yeah, yeah. There you one go. Of the, one of the guys yeah, I know there, who um, his name's Alistair Mayer, and yeah. he comes. He's been uh, kind of a a mentor of the Canadian fly fishing team for many years. And we've g- gotten really close with him. He's a like stud angler. Oh, awesome! He he's super knowledgeable. Yeah, and he's I think he lives in the Glasgow area. So oh, fuck that, that would happened. be a sweet. That would be, that would be amazing. Yeah, man. Because I, I don't know, have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> like if I if I'm gonna fly over there with a fly fishing rod and then I'm gonna get in a cab and he's gonna say where to? I'm gonna say brown trout. <laughs> <laughs> and he's just gonna. I've got my bung. <laughs> he's, just yeah. point, he's just gonna point yeah. somewhere. He's gonna turn like, around yeah. and give me the weirdest look. So yeah. that'd I've be got amazing. my bung fly. I've got my bung. <laughs> and my I've got worm. my squirmies. <laughs> my bung and my squirmy. Where do you want to go? Rod. <laughs> <laughs> that doesn't end well. No. Just, just bring beads. Just swinging bunks. Just, just swinging swing. a bunk. <laughs> Gab, is that the end of your new segment? Hey, uh, yes. Okay, well, stop killing wall salmon. Well, wait a minute. Wait, wait, yeah. wait, wait. Let's, let's have a chat about it. I'd love let's to have a chat. I'd love to. Let's chat. I don't know if we have I think to Aldo, chat. Aldo has a I was going to like rap. No, no, it's like, it's an interesting, it's Say interesting, something. right? Well, I mean... Yeah, I mean, netting salmon when you see decreasing returns every year is absurd to me, uh. I think. Because eventually, you're gonna they're, they're just going to go away. No, it's a it's fragile a, resource. It's a fragile resource. It's very fragile. It's a multifaceted problem. There's, you know, there's boats out in the middle of the ocean, fit, you know, catching them out there. There's the inshore fishery. There's the river fishery. You know, um, the river nets. I uh, never but you know even what? know that existed. But you know what? Looking at ourselves internally, I saw... <laughs> I think it was maybe it was a, a post by Fish Pond or whatever, and they were on the Skeena or something. It was I think it was the Skeena, and it was like, well, swinging up for one of the last times, you know, before this river goes to shit. And somebody commented on, and I don't usually read comments, mm-hmm. but I thought this was poignant. And he's like, well, what are you doing fishing? Right. 
mm-hmm. we're also responsible. A f- if, big time. If you, th- it, like, if we really actually care, mm-hmm. maybe just don't go, f- like, I don't know, there's, there, there has to be some sort of onus on us mm-hmm. as well. If anybody. If, we, you know, like. You're he, in charge, man. You're yeah. in charge. Mm-hmm. You're, he, you're at the driver's seat, right? Nobody you know, else, like, do you think people at your work care when you're like, hey, do you know about the brown trout and the temper? And they're going to be like, what's a, what's a river? What's a brown trout? There's, bra- what's a, there's brown trout? There's brown trout in Toronto. No, but my point is, yeah. if you're going to hate on netting and if you're going to hate on trawlers and blah, 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 mm-hmm. but then go fish the river and, and, and for the same salmon, yeah. what's the point? What's the point of catching even one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. I've, I, it's a, it's an ethical dilemma that I've been I think it's debating like, in my own mind. I think it's as a non-Atlantic salmon fisher, I know. But you know what I mean. So that's the other problem. Is I've never actually been. So I'm full of like you have you to, know. man. I know. So like my opinion, like it's, it's, it's oh, literally just a while they last. You did Atlantics, <laughs> yeah, man. And so yeah, I've sounds been go- amazing. Oh man, it's if you haven't caught an, uh, an Atlantic salmon on a dry fly, yeah. Oh man. Like there is something about that which is so magical. I just can't even explain it. Like I'm a trout guy through and through, but mm-hmm. catching an Atlantic salmon in like Quebec on a dry fly, I think, is the pinnacle for for me in Canada. I think that's just like you know it's the king of the river. Yeah, catching catching a fish which isn't supposed to eat when it enters a river. Mm-hmm. On a dry fly, it's probably, <laughs> like, it's pro- it's probably it's our most iconic fish, like, like sport fish. It's pretty crazy, it's man. When you start to think about it, and these fish aren't small either. They get anywhere from, you know, they come in as a grill, so anywhere from five six pounds. And they can get up like on the Grand Cascopedia, for example. Those things get up to 30, 35, 40 pounds. Oh my god! <laughs> can you imagine catching a forty pound salmon? It's yeah. insane. Yeah, no, that's something I definitely. It's a it's a part of our culture that i need to experience Mm -hmm. and soon and soon yeah Yeah. man and and it's the setting the rivers are so gorgeous yeah the bonaventure the bonaventure dude there's so many great rivers up there on the south and north shore Mm -hmm. of gas bay that you know you throw a quarter into the middle of the river you can see if it's heads or tails yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. right like it's just gin clear water Mm -hmm. like it's amazing it's insane it's amazing yeah, it's crazy. I mean, yeah. Atlantics. I guess what I'm saying is precious resources. No, you're right. Like, yeah. like, like, to bring it back home. What if one day, what if one day, it becomes dangerous to fish for the brown trout on the Credit River, and then we go and fish for them. one day it will be, man. You know, but you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, like, well, yeah. are we just are we, we're just we're just full of shit then? Well, right? we're just gonna ride it out. We're just gonna accept and ride it out. Okay, that's not what I meant. I mean, like, I mean, like, I don't know. It's guess, like it's like I guess what oh, I'm saying they're, is like they're in danger. I better go fish one before they're gone. But then you fish. It's one. better to leave them. Like my point is like I think it might be better to leave it alone for the health of the fishery over the well, time. On the f- yeah, for sure. Yeah, man. I mean it's better to do something when we can, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. and maybe that means and the regs have to them. adapt. You know, exactly. Catch limits have to adapt. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of things that need to go on here. Yeah, and fast. It's and better. It's better totally. to plan than to react. That you know? sense of urgency is yeah. happening, I think. You see it with the netting practices, with even like we talk about when the waters are, when it's hot out, like just leave them alone, even yeah. though you technically can fish them. Yeah. But, you know, that that's the type of stuff that needs to happen. Has to. And as fast as possible, you know, because you're 100% right. Like voluntary restrictions. Yeah. Like, sure, you're allowed to. Should you? 
and maybe, maybe not. and maybe those regulations no. should change. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, and they probably will, or else, yeah, you're right. We're not fishing brown trout anymore. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, but I mean, like, yeah, I think you're right. The owner. I mean, like, I brought that example up before, but you know, when the frying pan did a volu- the anglers did a voluntary closure of the river. Mm-hmm. That was just the anglers coming together, be like, no, we're just not going to fish here. It's an awesome culture. It's, oh, it's exemplary, right? Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. it is because it's not safe for these fish to do so. <laughs> and we can see it's big picture thinking. Yeah, and it's hard, like. Not everybody gets big picture thinking, but no. it's like, and I just mean in everything, and all and in business right. and everything. Yeah, yeah, it's like if I fish for them now, I'm not. I don't want to be able to fish for them in ten years, and I kind of yeah. want to be able to fish for them in ten years. Yeah. I'm just gonna put that out there. Or, like, look at this past summer. Look how hot it was. Oh the my god, got low. Like, it's Ooh. happening, right? Yeah. It's not like we're talking about it in five, ten years. It's not in the future. It's right, it's right now, now, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, that's a that's a wild thing. But at the same time, I mentioned a thing in passing really quickly that people are probably like, "What the." F- the hell are they talking about? A new brown trout species was discovered. And I put species really? in quotation marks. Yeah. And I know I just kind of glazed over that whole thing. Very strange thing. BBC News article put out December 1st this year, new in quotation marks again, type of brown trout found in species rich lock. Uh, and it goes on to talk about. Gab, I'm kind of doing the news right That's now. Okay. No, That's okay. That's okay. That's good. It's a chronicle in the news. <laughs> It says, a distinct species of brown trout that has never been reported before has been discovered in Perthshire Loch. The specimen was one of four species of the fish found in Loch Leyden, suggesting biodiversity in freshwater habitats in greater than first thought. Which is really interesting. There's there's fish thriving in in certain places, you know? I mean, the loch. Have you ever fished in Scotland? In the lochs? I haven't. The lochs? Like, I feel like, because I know Ian was talking about the lochs and Ray Blades, Mm -hmm. too. And they're both like, yeah. Yeah. It looks. It just like sounds amazing. Yeah. No, it's uh, certainly on the hit list. Like I, I did some of the locks in England. Yeah. And it's amazing, man. It's a different thing. The, the old school wooden boats, you know. Oh yeah. Like just the whole vibe to it is. Yeah. It's like. And it's very rugged too. Like it's rugged, man. Yeah. It's yeah. It's, it's, a ru- it's rugged it's a, in the classiest way, though. The like classiest in the fly way. Yeah. 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 You're wearing tweed. Which is so cool. And great, cold. man. I'm yeah. down to wear a tree to be cold, you know? <laughs> I know, I know. I'm down I know to you are. the tweed. I know, like your little, little stockings little pulled s- up to your knees. Yeah, <laughs> I love it. I love it. <laughs> I love it. So, yeah. so what, this um, this brown trout, what's, yeah. what's it got going on? Like, is it a... Yeah, why is it, what makes well, it different? Well, it's, so it says, it says it's a new species in quotes. Okay. Which is weird, but it's it's just basically the hybrid, or is it a? Well, it says it says the new species from the common form and having lighter skin and a larger mouth and eyes. It also says that um, it's if you actually look at its if it's if you look at its f- tail, it's sort of got a salmon type tail going on, like it's straight okay. down instead of got the, like a little bit of a V, yeah. which is weird. And then they're sort of going to this article here. We'll post in the show notes. It's a BBC article, so it's legit. Um, but it talks about basically how it's different surface. Sorry, different water column type of fish. So this fish is like sort of feeding um, in like a wider range of water columns, whereas you'll have browns that feed sort of like open surface shorelines or just deep water, like different sort of places that they're hanging out. And apparently this one was uh, this one was kind of in a whole other. So this fish is who um, who discovered it? a good question is that Bab. an angler is that a scientist it says the research on the on the what they're calling Leiden trout um was by professor Vorspor and dr mark colson cool if you'd believe that i um, do check out this article i just i, I heard i kind of read it in passing in today but um huh. but check it out we'll post it in the show notes and um yeah kind of interesting i don't know new type of a brown new trout brown found. trout yeah brown trout crazy new brown trout how about it <laughs> how about <laughs> name <laughs> and then there is that. 
<laughs> and I guess that's the news. Gab, that was the news by Gab and Mitch. That was great. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Thank you. For I've, I've me, been Gab. I've been a little bit uh, lousy about the news. I haven't really. <laughs> this is the first news of 2019, though. I know. I know oh my know. God, you're right. That's true. Oh yeah. Heavens. Colin's our first guest of 2019. Oh my God. Yeah. Hey, cheers. cheers. Happy New Year's, people. Happy New Year's, everybody. Happy New Year's. Right on. Gab, I'm going to outro you for the news. Ready? Okay, okay, okay. Fly News with Gab. Here we go, baby. Hello, and thank you very much for listening. This was Fly Fishing News with Gab. Out of the park. Out of the park. Hello, hello, and thank you. Hello, and the introductions and the outro (laughs) is the only reason why I wanted to do that (laughs) because I am a news whore and all I want to hear is like the intro. I love that. I'm like, ah, not interesting. That's great. (laughs) Tell me how you introduce yourself. That's all I wanted. So the news sucks, but the intro is good. Oh man, the news is great. (laughs) So you see yourself like, um, I mean, you're already a mentor. Is that something that you that I'd say drives your passion for the sport? For sure, man. Yeah. Um enjoy teaching and Yeah. Yeah. Love love teaching, love getting new people into the sport. Um especially because I was so fortunate to have such great mentors, like the best in Canada. Yes. <laughs> Seriously. Um so Your I, uncle is Donald Tom. Yeah. So <laughs> I, I feel like there's something there that I need to give back, right? And, mm. and and really transcend everything I've taken away from it. Right. Um. So the the more I can do and give back to the youth team, getting younger people into the sport, introducing as many people as I can. That's really, yeah. you know, that that's kind of like the goal here, right? What do you think, as a community, <coughs> in that regard, we right. could be doing or doing better, or what do you think is working and should be? Like what do you what are you like? Oh, I need to get new people into the sport, or I want to make people as excited as I am about this sport. Like, what do you find that you're like? You, you I mean, you're traveling the country constantly, talking right. to different anglers in in different fishing communities. And so, what do you think? They, think that, aside from just like, like like what's the pull to get them out? Or I mean, like obviously the pull is easy. Like it's off, it's fucking awesome. Like it you're is. out you're outside. You're you you know it's great. It's but it's, we live in a world where it's like. It's different, right? Yeah. In a way, it's not the way it was 50 years ago where you didn't have all the technology. You didn't have, you know, all these different things that are so distracting. And people, I don't I don't want to say they don't value the resources much, but it's like they don't realize it. Mm-hmm. They don't realize what's there. It's true. Um, right. And once you realize, like, what's, like, the full potential of all that and, you know, the joy that fly fishing brings and the joy of being on the river mm-hmm. with friends, it's just... It's it's you, you kind of you can introduce it to them, yeah. But they kind of got to take it on on themselves in a way. You have right. to love it. Yeah, yeah. You have to find it, right? Yeah, right. It's true. It's a tricky one. It's it is a bit of a tricky one. Yeah. You can't force people into it. No, no. Because you know, the video gamer is going to be a video gamer. The guy yeah. who wants to do wants to play soccer is going to play soccer. Like it's mm-hmm. just. I play video games and soccer and fly fishing. You're a fucking stud. I'm just yeah, saying, I'm just, whoa. I'm just, I'm just saying. You ten out of ten over here. You can be, you can be both. I too. get, yeah. You can be both, but so, but I know what you mean because a lot of the mean, time yeah, people yeah. are like, people are like rivers. Wow, that's in Toronto. Okay, and then they just forget <laughs> about it instantly. Ew, fish. Like, yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> like, what are you doing slimy. this weekend? I'm going fishing, dude. It's November. I'm like, yeah, right. There's but, just, think, so but you know what? Though, an increasingly number of people are like. They're like, well, that's kind of cool. Like, it, like, so, totally. You're on to something. Right? Like, yeah. 
I'm finding that a lot of my peers from my former career Fuck in yeah, restaurants, yeah. I'll be yeah. out in a bar and I'll meet, you know, I'm extraordinarily popular and I, I, know, know, I know a lot of people. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And, uh, and like when I'm out in the bar and everyone's like, oh my God, Aldo's here. Yeah. Yeah. They, they run up to me. And then they go, yeah. hey, Aldo, where's Gab? <laughs> <laughs> we need to ask him about Mitch. <laughs> but they run up to me, you know, they form a line yeah. and they're all asking me about, okay, but, you know, be obviously being facetious, but. People, when I do run into like yeah, my people, old yeah. co, co workers and peers or whatever, they're like, you know, I used to, and it's always this, it's always kind of the same narrative. Oh, I used to go camping. Oh, I used to, my dad, my mom used to take me it's true, yeah. right. but, And like, I, I keep seeing, they have a connection. I keep seeing what you're doing, and, and, and it may, makes me think that maybe I should do it again. Yeah, totally. Or maybe I should do it more. Or, or there's that that's I keep hearing that narrative over oh, and over again. Man, fly fishing kind of got cool in a way, in a weird way, right? Yeah, that's what I've seen. Like, yep. you know, back when I was in high school, cool kids would skate. Yeah. Yep. I almost want to make the comparison. Like, mm-hmm. some of the cool kids are fly fishing now. Honest yeah. to God, they yeah. are. They are for sure. Right? Yeah. I mean, look at me. I know. <laughs> cool as fuck. Cool as a motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But it's true. I know exactly what you mean. Yeah. April Vokey, actually, on an old podcast I used to listen to called Fly Fishing on the Web. Okay. It was a podcast. like <laughs> Great name, by the way. I know, like 15, 10 <laughs> the years web. ago. It was great. <laughs> and those guys had April on, and she said, like, yeah, like if you think about like spin fishing, it's kind of like skiing, whereas fly fishing is sort of more like snowboarding. And the, it has evolved that way. Fly yeah. fishing totally has become more like that, yeah. you know? Yeah. So, like, it makes us a lot of sense when you talk about people being like, oh, I should go appreciate the outdoors more. Mm-hmm. And you must see it, too. Or it's right? like, I already appreciate the outdoors. Mm-hmm. It's like, I forgot about the outdoors. Yeah. 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 yeah and there's like, nobody that's going to be like, I hate forest. Mm-hmm. Like, going for hiking sucks. Everyone kind of loves it. It's just like, it's the am- level of commitment, I think, that people mm-hmm. are realizing that they should commit just maybe a tiny bit more. Yeah. You must see it, though, working in the industry, right, and going to fly man, shops. and Yeah, fly fishing's getting big, man. It's it's really on the uptrend, I find. Like, people are getting into it a lot more. Um, you see a lot more women mm-hmm. getting into fly fishing, a lot more of the youth getting into fly fishing. Mm-hmm. Which and is a great sign. Which is fu- It's great, man. Yeah, of it's, course. It's yeah. great to see, yeah. especially the women, man. Like, yeah. it's, it's so great to see, like... You know, Auras, for example, fifty-fifty on the water. The whole, the whole kind of upwards trend of yeah, because there's it's great mm-hmm. to see, right? Yeah, for and, totally. Um, yeah, man, yeah, we just, just spent like we just spent a week with Chloe in Montana, and you know what an advocate she is for the outdoors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. exactly, man. And when what she's what twenty-two, it's awesome. Like what other what otherwise is like traditionally seen as like. You know, this old white dude sport. It's like great to not have that. Yeah. As and much it, as we can. Yeah. And it's as like much as we're gonna be old white dudes once we know. Like, not, it's true. Yeah. Not everyone, but like a lot of uh, like uh, old white dude ideas like oh, I'm going fishing with my my buddies mm-hmm. you know, oh, I'm getting away from my wife, getting away from but now it's like like and I'm like, No man, just bring her with you. It's pretty yeah. awesome. It's the diversity like, that makes it. Yeah, exciting. like yeah. just it's something yeah. that you can all do together, you know? You don't have to be with just your dude's friend at a cottage. And it's full circle a little bit because it's the it's when you get more people into it is is the is when more people care about mm-hmm. those resources. So, True. it's nice to see it. Mm-hmm. See it growing. Yeah. So so you think fly fishing is cool, right? I mean, we all we, we all thought that. I mean, back in high school, 
I was not the cool guy fly fishing. <laughs> <laughs> no, same. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But for, now, tell you that for free. But yeah, yeah. But now, my friend, I read, like increasingly as I got older, every year, there's more people being like, "Can I yep. come with you?" Mm-hmm. Every day, man. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. For sure. Everybody's like, "Yeah, man, I'd love to join you on the river. I'd love to learn how to fly." It's fish. actually so crazy you say that because it's so fucking true. Yeah. People are like, people do like, you'll meet someone and they'll be like, "Oh, you fly fish? Oh my god! Like, oh, I've always wanted to do that." Yeah. That's crazy. How do you even know that's a thing? I know, right? Yeah. Well, for four hundred dollars, I'll take you on the river for the yeah, day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like seven hundred dollars, we'll go out for the afternoon. You know, like, cook a little short lunch. Yeah, okay, a thousand bucks, we'll go out for a couple hours, like, yeah, and then we'll we'll make you some chili. All right, two grand, and I'll drive you to the river, and, and you can Uber eat your own chili. <laughs> no, it's Boom. crazy. Bang. I do that. Imagine that you fish, fish the whole morning at like Arendelle Park, and then you're like, you call an Uber. Uber Eats. I would totally order would totally a pizza get to I, Arendelle Park. I might have to do that actually the next time I, I fish. We should Arendelle. order a pizza. That's a great idea. Girl. We used to do that That's when I idea. when I grew up. Like we used to party on the Jacques River. There's a bunch of islands, and we used to just get shit face. And then I would call uh, Petat Plus, which is uh, Poutine Plus. <laughs> and I'd be like, it'd be like, what's the address? I'm like, but that well, place, on the Dublin place. Street, w- the next turn, there's a hill. I'll be at the bottom. He's like, yeah, yeah, I know. And then he's like, yeah, yeah, I know that place. Yeah, exactly. I was there last night. Do you want me to bring up? my waiters? He shows up, and yeah. I'm like, hey, thanks. And then I go back to the bonfire and eat a fucking poutine. <laughs> five-pound poutine for myself. What, what a lovely world. What was it world. called? Patat? Patat Plus. Patat Plus. Potato Plus in English for people. Patat Plus. Blues. But that bliss. <laughs> the the restaurant is so cheesy, man. It's yeah, like it. there's a giant um portrait, like a painted portrait of like the, the oh. owner. Oh, I thought of oh potatoes. My yeah. No, 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 no. <laughs> the guy the guy has this portrait made he like, with, like in a suit and stuff. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, yeah. Oh in in a leather chair. And oh you're like, God. dude, like Come you on. sell uh, poutine. You sell <laughs> poutine, buddy. <laughs> Get over Sit yourself. <laughs> fries with cheese on it. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Don't forget the gravy. <laughs> but then you can. Oh yeah, for sure. Yeah. You, you can do. You can do. Jesus, um, oh one that's like about a foot long, and then you ask for extra ch- extra cheese under it. Ooh. So then you eat. You put in. There's like cheese, gray, uh, yeah, potato you, gravy. Then at the bottom. So if you haven't had a heart attack yet, yeah, you're exactly. about to. I have not. I have not. <laughs> yeah, if you had a I'm put- kind of if you were to make your own poutine, what would it? What would be on it? It would be. This is poutine with gab. All right, poutine with gab. Um, Hit it. I don't have a song. I need a song. Yeah. Salty, not spicy yeah. at all. No spicy gravy. Okay. Fuck that shit. Okay. I didn't so, even know that was a thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, no. <laughs> some, gravy. Some, some gravy are a little bit spicier <laughs> than know. others. Yeah. Okay. No, no, no. It, I, no, no. It has to taste Get nothing that spicy but shit salt. Out of here. Okay. Spicy gravy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. It's got to be salty okay. with no other kind of taste. All right, salty gravy established. Yes. Okay. What else? But I, okay, let's say That's this is fried. the Gab special. It's a layered, it's a layered okay. uh, puts in, okay? Okay. Yep. Cheese curds at the bottom. Yeah. Right on the cardboard. Yes, on the cardboard. What the fuck? Okay. No, 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 no. Okay, okay. I know it. <laughs> puts in on the bottom. Uh, puts in the uh, gravy. And, well, fuck, am I going to? Cheese curds on the bottom. Don't give me that stupid, like, um, uh, grated cheese. I had that before. I'm like, what is this? Like, don't don't <laughs> offer it. Don't offer it if it's great. If it's grated. Okay. Yeah. Cheese curds at the bottom. Okay. Fries. Another layer of cheese curds. What? Gravy. Jesus. Oh, gravy That's last. It. Gravy last. No gravy bacon. Lasts, Where's always. your bacon? Where's your? Yeah, no, you no, don't no, have no, any no, other no, 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 no. Keeping it real. No, no. You know you, you can put f- anything. Fuck no, that shit. Anything fuck on that shit. Um, keeping it simple. Red peppers, plantains. What is that? A little, duck, a little duck confit. No, no, no. no. Come on, you guys, confit. You, you guys want to add cheese steak? You don't want duck confit on your poutine? 
You could put sure, a slice of sure, pizza. Sure, sure, <laughs> sure. Wait, 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 wait. You can't just change your mind. Is that is that this is that a vegetable? What? No, you were talking peppers. <laughs> hold and on stuff? a second. Hold on a second. No, no, this no, is no the gab, This is the Gab special. Yes. The Gab Putin. People will order this for the rest okay. of humanity. What is on it other than fries, cheese curds, and gravy? Nothing. Because that's <laughs> all you need. No, There's no, no duck confit? No duck confit. No. no. Okay. A plain, untasteful gravy. That's salty. <laughs> Tasteful. Fries and cheese curds. That's and it. that is the gab. That's it. That, if that, I had a pretend that yes. was called the gab. That's it was what it untasteful means. and salty as fuck. <laughs> no, it's, I say I say untasteful. Oh, a lot of cheese curds. A, a brown gravy is not supposed to taste that. All right, much. I dig it. You know, okay, I, okay. You know. Well, anyway. Uh, that's it. <laughs> that's what poutine with gab. I can get Colin, into bacon. On wrap it up, folks. I wrap it up. Yeah. Well, Colin, thanks for coming on the show. Yeah. <laughs> Have a good time. Peace away. See you later. Man. Colin knows he lives in Quebec. Yeah. True. I'd switch up that poutine though, real quick. Yeah. Oh man, I'd. I'd what are you getting into? Oh, dude, I'd. Yeah, yeah. Tell us your poutine. I'd go. Uh, are you going to a pancake house? No, no. <laughs> no, you gotta, you gotta keep it OG with the fries on the bottom. Yeah. Oop. Slammed. You're missing out. <laughs> you, want, you, want, you want that little surprise on I the want, bottom? I love the surprise. I, want, I love surprise. Yeah. I want the Colin poutine right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah. What's yeah, going on? So, and then you're gonna put. So you gotta get like. Extra on the on the cheese curds. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you know what? Okay, I'm gonna put the bacon bits under the cheese curds just for that surprise for you. Okay, Gab. okay. Ooh, and <laughs> I then like that. Duck confit. Oh man, see this a little, a little smoked sausage. Oh, that's getting fancy. This is no, good. no, no, no. It's getting no. good. <laughs> it's getting good. I'm getting hungry. And then I'm getting turned on. Jeez. <laughs> I think I think you just wrap it up there. Yeah. I'm not gonna. No white sauce. No. Yeah. No, 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 no. Yeah. no, no white sauce. You know what I mean about, now, spicy, about the gravy. Spicy yeah. gravy or regular salty <laughs> no, gravy? No, no, you got to keep it uh, regular, un- salty. untasteful salty oh, like Gav, yeah. you know? Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm with you. I'm with you. The lightest you can go is beige. Ah, yeah. the beige, eh? Beige. Yeah. <laughs> Here's my poutine, a cheese curd, one big cheese curd. No gravy. No, no fries. I no have fry. that before. <laughs> so there's a poutine place oh in Quebec God. City <laughs> yeah. that you can ask for cheese curds with gravy. Jesus. Literally, it's just a cup. Okay, well, that's like, how do you it's take just a heart a cup attack to... with cheese curds in it, and they pour gravy mm, in it. That'd be oh good, God. actually. Well, I had it. You yeah. know that would be good. <laughs> I love that it's in a cup, yeah. so you just drink it. That's good, fi- that's good, fi- that's good, that's good fish fuel, fish and fuel. That is good. You fish know fuel. why it came out? Because people would say, oh, I'll have a puts in extra cheese, but no fries. Oh, and people are like, well, fuck fries. That's the... <laughs> Let's just offer it to people. Amazing. <laughs> Vive le Quebec. Ashton, Ashton, next time you go to Quebec City, do that. Okay. <laughs> um, is it time? Is it a mishy fishy time? Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. One quick thing though. Mm. Um, living in Chelsea, do you fish Gatineau Park at all? Or you're like, fuck that, I'm just going to Canuck? No, I fish the Gatineau River all the time, man. Oh, yeah? Fish the Gatineau River all the time. It's, I used to too. It's I, a I really sweet fishery, it's a, man. For, for smallmouth? It it's, it's got everything. It's got everything. It's got uh, everything. You name it, Gab, name it. Uh, brook trout. Walleye. Yeah, yeah. Pike. Yeah. Um, smallmouth yeah. bass. Yeah. Rainbows. Gar, no gar. No, I don't think so. I don't. I yeah. don't. No, I don't think they're rainbow. Unless musky, they're gar, unless they're white fish. Oh, dude. White oh, fish. It's a no. Gab, I caught a rainbow. Cool. Gatineau once. Really? Eh? Yeah. Wow. Oh, wow. Cool. I have never fished Gatineau, the Gatineau River. Yeah. You never I've, fished the Gatineau River? I did. That. I did, but the lower part. So I never really went you, really uh, far north. I mean, so I've only caught smallmouth. Not asking for spots here. No, man. But like where, like where ish? Any anywhere between Chelsea and all the way up the line to like. Low. I uh, see. I I fetched below that. Yeah. So I so caught only smallmouth. All the way up to low. All the way up to low. Low Quebec. Yeah. 
Wow. You want to talk about good bacon, actually? Oh. Uh, Drop some knowledge. Uh, Gracefield. Yeah. The oh, butchers man. in Gracefield, they Ooh. have the the por- the jowl bacon. Yeah. Yes. You put put the jowl bacon on your poutine. But anyway. You want to talk good beans? Low Quebec. Yes. My right? beans. <laughs> There's a woman there that makes Mitch beans knows. in the clay pots. Yeah. Oh change God. your life. Yeah, change yeah. your life. Yeah. I'm, like, I, I'm so nostalgic for that region. I love, I love that. My, area. We used to go, as kids, we, we, we would drive up there. Right. And I was like, that's where I learned how to fish. Yeah. Learned how to fish. Like, we would go to cottages up there and, like, in around Blue Sea Lake and oh, man, you know, stop beautiful. stop off Amazing area. stop off on all those places. The biggest trout I've ever caught in my life was seventeen pounds. It was a lake trout. Mm-hmm. And I caught it at Lac St. Charles. Seventeen pounds? Seventeen pounds. A big lake here, man. Ice out. Right it's off probably the like a hundred Lac St. Charles Dude. in Quebec. You must have been shitting yourself. <laughs> Dude, right at Ice Out. Yeah. Like soaking basically for Lakers. Yeah. That's insane. It was insane. Cool. It was insane. Um, what am I saying? It's just an amazing region. Chelsea, Low, Wakefield. Yeah, it was amazing. I actually won. I oh, the, oh, here we go. Yeah, <laughs> talk about competitions. Oh, yeah. Talk about competitions <laughs> over here. Right, right. So I was like, <laughs> uh, yeah, I was thirteen. My, my dad's weird eccentric friend Terry Samets, who is an amazing dude, he took me fishing all the time. Uh, he was a painter, like he painted people's houses and and cottages or whatever. And uh, he'd like ask the cottage owners if he could bring like <laughs> his. Well, he'd ask if he could bring me so I could go fishing. Yeah. And this one time that we went to this cottage he was painting on Lac Saint Charles, which was like it was a. Uh, it was. I'm not. I don't. I, it was. The, I don't know if it was owned by the fishing club on the lake, but it was managed. So it they stocked every type of trout in. It was la- like mm-hmm. big Lakers eating. S- like it was a deep lake. It looked like it was a perfect rectangle almost. Yeah. And it was like aquamarine. Yeah. I'd never seen water aquamarine, like that. Aquamarine. That region, I'd, yeah. I'd, I'd, wa- I'd never seen water like yeah. this. I'd only seen water like this in pictures of like the West mm-hmm. in yeah. BC. Mm-hmm. You know, it was like something like in Banff. That's what. That's a really good way to put water in that part of Quebec. So. It's like turquoise. Yeah. It's exactly. Crazy. And I was like, yeah. what? Obviously, some sort of limestone has to be involved Spring here. Spring fed and stuff and, like that. Um, and you see it and get no part. That's yeah. crazy. Mm-hmm. And, uh, sorry, I'm just I'm just nostalgic for that region. Anyway, so I ended up catching this lake trout. Total fluke. Total yeah. fluke. And it ended up being, uh, that I got a, I got my, I got this weird phone, weird mes- message. Remember having, you had a message machine, voicemails. Yeah. Remember when you had a home phone? Yeah, <laughs> no. Headline. Home phone? What the fuck? <laughs> yeah. There was a message from the fishing club being like, hey, you caught the biggest lake trout this year. <laughs> no way. We that's have a cool. little trophy for you. <laughs> oh, that's awesome. <laughs> what was the trophy like? What it, did it look it was, like? It was just like a, a little guy with a fish. Oh, nice. <laughs> nice. Do you still have it? Anyway, back to your point. The Gatineau awesome. River is amazing. Yeah, And man. you still fish it? Of course. The Gatineau River is amazing. It's a, it's, I'm so nostalgic for that. Yeah. It's like, yeah, I love that It's area. a big, big open river. Um, and then kind of in Chelsea... There's a there's a dam and then it kind of gets into some fast rapids, and you could you could swing there you could, you know fish, down and across for bass, carp, yeah. whitefish, whatever you want. There's musky there, mm-hmm. up above it's kind of your more like classic, bass fishing or jigging, um, casting the lily pads, poppers, yeah. whatever whatever you want. Like there's some, it's the kind of river that there's something for everybody, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's what's really cool about it. That's very, very, very cool. Ottawa's Ottawa's a weird place like that because I feel like even Ottawa like, River's the same thing. The Ottawa right? River's the same thing. Gar, musky, pike, Everything. walleye, sauger. 
Yeah. You know? It's it's crazy. Yeah. Those those guard are a lot of fun too. Yeah. Oh yeah. I have a I kind of dis- well, I didn't discover them, but I really got into them about 3 years ago. Yeah. Just fishing cuz it's sight fishing. Yeah. Yeah. You're walking in like you're only not even up past your knees. You see them, you get a good shot at them and you know they're going to f- Oh, destroy yeah. it <laughs> and they're 40 to 50 inches all of them <laughs> yeah yeah and they they're just like the coolest prehistoric coolest. creature big yeah, bill yeah. of teeth what yeah. kind of fly do you use like do you use like those like woolly fly that basically get tangled in their teeth no. or you really hook them like, no so usually what i'll do is i'll run a, like a any kind of popper you got like a frog or okay. just a regular popper and then off the end i'll usually run like six inches of like 30 pound mono okay with a little trailer treble behind it yeah. oh, so okay, what they'll do okay. is they'll take the popper yeah but they'll they'll miss it and you'll just get them on the outside the soft the soft spot oh. because if you try and get them in the teeth it's impossible it's yeah impossible. it just doesn't work and then you know you can use those they call them rope flies but then yeah. you just got like the biggest mess of your you life talk about, yeah, talk yeah. About catch and release yeah you gotta hook, hook unhook that and yeah, it's, it's probably a, it's, messy and it's a pain. all about untangling exactly so yeah, no, they're a, they're a fun fish. They're kind of they're very cool looking, low key, right? They just yeah, yeah, <laughs> they're wacky. And the prehistoric where, where they're located, right? It's just like these warm, shallow bays where people bring their dogs to run. Yeah, and there I am fishing, <laughs> yeah, and then land like a forty-six inch <laughs> yeah. gar and hold it up and just show it to them. Fuck yeah, like my dog almost died. <laughs> people are like, holy crap, Pomeranians that's in the river. Good. Oh yeah, like calling their dog back, like yeah. get out of the river, get out yeah. of the river. Yeah, like at Shirley's Bay or something. Yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah I, caught, I caught one gar in my life, and it was in uh, Jacques Cartier Park, like right, yeah. right in front of uh, like the, yeah, the, the Ottawa River in Gatineau. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's crazy. <laughs> Sweet fish. Uh, probably about that time for yes. Mitchie's Fishies Five. Yes, it is. It's time. Mitchie's it's Fishies a, Five. Mitchie's the grand finale. It's the grand finale. Okay. Yeah, yeah. The GF. It's like uh, it's a little segment we do at the end of every show. Um, uh, it's just it's how do you put it, Mitch? It's just the show. It's more questions. Yeah. <laughs> That's kind of fun. Five more of them. Five more Killer. of them. But it's the same five that we that we ask everybody. Everybody. Oh, sure. Or try to yeah. Yeah, or try to. You guys to. never okay. asked me. No. Yeah, oh, we did. I'm part of the show. Sorry, sorry. Yeah, yeah we did yeah. at Elk Lake. Elk Lake. Oh, that's true. <laughs> oh. Nothing to them, and you don't have to answer them in any drunk. specific uh, time frame or anything like that. But we just want to, yeah. just want to pick your brain a bit. Killer. Really wraps up the show. <clears throat> yeah. All right. Okay. So this first question, which is fishies five. What is your favorite fish and why? Ooh. Mm-hmm. You know what? Mm-hmm. I probably have to say. I think I think troops have the same one. I think you said the brown trout. Right? Mm-hmm. Did you say the brown? It's, it's a common answer. It's a yeah. common answer, does, right? And that doesn't mean it's, it's a bad thing. It's, just, it's a common answer, yeah. It's not a bad thing at all. It's just the most interesting trout, I find, um, from a lot of different perspectives. They're just kind of the kind of the unknown, the all-around, like, they're just, you know, they can be really tricky. They can be, they can be very forgiving at times. Mm-hmm. They're one of the more beautiful trout in terms of colors um one of the more intelligent aggressive all around i think the brown trout is just kind of in, in the trout world the uh, the real the real prize it is cool how they can be so tricky yet forgiving like you said yeah it's interesting yeah no it's they're true. uh 
And now there's a new one to go catch. Yeah, that's right. In Scotland. <laughs> oh, I guess we got to go to Scotland. <laughs> if you happen to. <laughs> oh, that's great. I love it. Yeah, it's a great answer. We got a second one coming your way, baby. You ready? All right. Better <clears throat> better. If you could fish anywhere. <laughs> 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 Number two. Number two. Getting at her. If All you could right. fish anywhere in the world right now, where would you go and why? Oh, my God. Anywhere on the planet. Oith. Earth. Any place. Or another planet. You know what I've really been Freak. feeling lately? Ooh. You know what I've really been feeling? Ooh, what you been feeling? Some salt water. Hey. Oh, yeah, I know. So, salt, salt, salt. I don't yeah. even, like, I haven't done any of it. Yeah. And you've never been? I'm, dude, I've never been. Oh. So, like, I did a bit of Florida stuff. Yeah. Like some pier fishing, mm. which doesn't count. Mm-hmm. But I feel like. I thought you. I, I, think I just thought. I know, I, right? I, I think I look at him like this guy's fished everywhere. Yeah, I just assume. I just assume I you know, had. I haven't. Yeah. <laughs> and I think it would ruin my ass. <laughs> I think I would throw my trout rods away. Yeah. I think I, it's honestly like I don't, when I, I've been once, basically I've been twice, but, but been, basically dude. once. Yeah. And like, and I came back and I was like, "What just happened?" Yeah. What just happened? Yeah. And like bonefish, yeah, permit, yeah, just like this whole, the buzz around it. Everybody gets like the praise towards these fish. Yeah, how like playing these fish like they just go nuts. Yeah, tarpon. Yeah, the Tarp- baby tarpon are forty pounds. I know, dude. <laughs> can you imagine, what? Can you imagine a hundred pounds? Could you imagine a forty pound? Fi- a hundred no. pounds? Like oh. you can't. You cannot. Imagine. I don't even know. Yeah. Like the day before I got to Florida, um, speaking of which, I'm going back to Florida. Mm-hmm. I guess in the timeline of this, I would, would have, have already, already gone. gone and come back. Whoa, I'm That's talking to future I'm Aldo. I'm so jealous. Right That's I'm so crazy. jealous. You're just back from Florida right now, but you haven't gone yet. Future Aldo. Yeah, I'm back, but I haven't gone yet. Oh, my goodness. Damn. But the first time I went to Florida, yeah. got some buddies that have their parents live down there. Awesome. He, uh, my buddy Quinn. His dad has a boat, a place. Mm-hmm. They're basically right on a flat, like that's where their house is. That like sucks. pretty, you yeah, have right. That sucks. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and he fly fishes, and it's great because he apparently none of his buddies do. So when I go down, he's like, "Yeah, we'll go fly fishing. It's great." And I wasn't like catching the storied species, like like at least the first couple of days. Like we 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 went up to Isla Mirada to do bonefish properly, mm-hmm. and then we did snook in the mangrove. You yeah. know, we, we got there, but the like, first nice. couple of days we were just hanging around home catching snapper. Cool. And then for whatever, whoever knows whatever reason, I, I, I hooked into a false albacore. Not a big one. Holy. Not a big one. It ended up being seven, eight pounds. Yeah. It was like, you're so outgunned. Because I just had my little eight weight. <laughs> my little eight weight, my little mid-arbor reel. Because yes, that was sir. the only thing that, had, <laughs> that I had at the time <laughs> that was fully sealed. Yeah. And it was just like, I was just staring at the reel. And I was just like, <laughs> and his buddy's like, you don't. Hey, if you don't reel that in, shark's gonna eat it. <laughs> I was like, "What?" And he's like, yeah, "Shark's gonna eat it. There's a lot of sharks around here, boy." <laughs> <laughs> Got it in eventually. The rod exploded. Oh yeah, it just the busted. the fish saw the boat and just went straight down. Yeah, and the rod just like, like eva- literally exploded. evaporated. Yeah, and it was his rod. It wasn't even mine. So you had oh. to eat it. And I was like, "Oh, uh-huh. we hand lined it in." And we ate it, obviously. Yeah, that's yeah. awesome. Point being, I didn't know what I could. You can't. You you just don't. 
Yeah, salt water. We don't get taken to the backing. Right? We don't we, get like unless you go to yeah. Atlantic Salmon, we just don't get taken to the back. Even we, the we see it online, but to experience it is way yeah. too way better. Like way different game. Getting properly like taken into the backing, like where the it just doesn't look like it's gonna stop, is crazy. It's a crazy oh, feeling. Yeah. Anywhere in the salt. Yeah, so yeah, to answer your question, I'd say like like anywhere, kind of Cuba, Mexico southern tip of the united states and belize belize yeah i can't i can't even put a number on a place but belize man belize would belize is off yeah. the charts there's so many island, like little islands there's a lot of like offshore yeah. like yeah little communities and stuff yeah I, I just gotta get more of that into me i think yeah 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 so do i Never we're all been. with you there okay. yeah yeah we'll go yeah we'll go yeah we should we should we should just that'd yeah. Be, that'd be that'd be that would be that'd be a <laughs> good how time. How fun that would be! Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> it'd be so much fun. <laughs> it would just be especially because it would be for, God, like guys, basically so first fun. for all of us. Yeah, right? I've yeah. never, I've never. Well, not for you. You've yeah. done it. You've but done not, done re- it. but not really. I haven't gone to like Belize and like tarpon fished yeah. for like yeah yeah yeah. yeah. I see what you mean. I see, like I if see we if we mean. if we all go there and we like go there for like let's say two weeks and we each hook into like a fucking hundred pound tarpon. What the hell, right? Yeah, like, Jesus yeah. yeah, like, Christ. Like, that'd be insane. Or, dude, even, like, these three to four pound bonefish that spoil yeah. your ass in, like, a ten bl- seconds. Yeah. 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 Blink of an eye. They just yeah. zoom. Like, yeah. They're so fast. Like, they're crazy. It's just open water. They just could go, right? But yeah. just like Aldo said, like, I kind of, I'm excited to see my backing. Like that's something that I haven't really experienced. Like until you're like, like, oh, this. When back you're like, you're like, oh you're my like, god, my back end is almost. And gone. then you're like, yeah. oh yeah. shit, I might lose a fly line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm yeah. Like, I want to experience on this that. Reel. I want to be nervous about losing fly line. Yeah. No, that happened to me once. <laughs> Atlantic salmon fishing. Oh yeah. Yeah. I um I was on this log jam, mm. on a river, unnamed, and <laughs> it's all good, man. All the I'm watching these fish right here. <laughs> And I can't swing to them, so I, you know, I and you can't use weighted flies. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So I put on this, you know, this tiny, small, unweighted fly that I, that I can use, just like a little black bear green butt size, you know, twelve or something like that. Yeah. And I'm basically checking nymphing for it. I'm casting upstream. I'm watching the fly because I just see I just see the salmon going like this. Yeah. He's not moving. He's not opening. He's not going brown trout on you side to side. Just open, close. So. I did like 150 casts. Yeah. Finally got it, hooked into the thing. I'm on this log jam. The fish goes around the corner, and I'm just I'm just looking at my looking at my reel, and just go zzz, Yeah. Goes around the corner. I'm just watching. I'm like, there's no way. Like, there's just it's impossible. It goes around, past my back, and I'm like, I have no choice but to snap it off. Yeah. Because it was down through the rapids. It was just so it far. It was gone, man. It was gone. Yeah. Yeah. It was like a thirty-pound Atlantic salmon. Oh my fuck! And then you've never, you, you didn't hold it. It was just gone. No, it's gone. Yeah, you it's cut gone. your, you just cut your backing. Yeah, it's it, it's hundreds like, of feet like away. It, right? it was gone. Yeah, there was no reco- There was, there was no, no chasing it. Yeah, it's yeah. not like just you can run down rivers. It's just if it gone. was like a nice, you know, sand shore like. Yeah. Pebble Beach, I. Yeah, you're in a run, canyon. But I'm on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> not. It's not happening, right? Yeah, yeah. 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 It's so crazy. Well, yeah. the salts. Salts. Yeah. Gotta, yeah. Imagine this. someone caught it and he's like, "Oh, there's an entire fly line attached to it." Bonus. No, no, I just, I, 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 I 
the the whole backing was still on it. The the line was still on. Oh, okay, I, okay, okay. Just the fly snapped off. Oh, okay, okay, okay. okay. I no, thought you, thought, cut, I thought you snapped. No, no, it's not like everything was just a yard. <laughs> oh, I thought you yeah, cut yeah. her off. I the thought backing. you cut. I thought I thought you looked at your reel and you're like, well, took out no, a knife. No, no, like, no, no. I was just like, so I just grabbed it and yeah. just kind of yanked it because. Yeah, like mountain climbing movies where the guy cuts. The yeah, no, yeah. I I didn't just go full yard <laughs> sale on the like, river. Oh, gotcha. Okay, yeah. okay. I kind of was like, whoa, that's crazy. No, no. He lost a fly line. Yeah. The no. ba- at the backing, just yeah. like three hundred feet. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. But yeah, it's you know it's never good to lose, lose a fly line. Those things are expensive. But I kind of want to experience it. <laughs> like I want to be like, dude, like that fish was so big. I have no fly. Well, one line good thing about <laughs> one one good thing about fishing in the Keys, if you do that, there's are like a lot of fly shops. Yeah. It's another thing being in the middle of Belize. You lose your fly line. You're like, well, there goes my week. Yeah. <laughs> right. Yeah. Yeah, true that. You have I mean, options to hit. You have yeah. options. That's true. Right. And the yeah, keys yeah. is fish. The keys is fish. I get Billy's is a, still a British colony. There's probably some flash up there. And you're not really going to attend. But I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm just saying. No, you, you go on those extra. trips. You're going a little prepared. Yeah, you're, going, yeah, yeah, you're bringing yeah, a you, couple backups. Right? A couple you bring backups. you bring a bunch of reels. <laughs> you got some backups. You don't want to be down you know? there. And be like, there's got to be a fly shot. Imagine like first day, you lose, you lose. In Belize, uh, there's got to be a fly shot. Piscat, I lost, I lost my reel. Right, like it just the spool <laughs> fell in the water oh. and I didn't. That's oh. bad angling. Yeah, that's yeah. But imagine, imagine <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's me, that's me. But Guys, I came back. I come back. I caught a fish. I lost my reel. What? Yeah. How did you lose your reel? It. I know it was crazy. Was whole, don't ask me. Whole, I don't know. Like the whole reel went out. I just looked. At, yeah, just pull. Like I was like doing something. <laughs> like, were you that, fishing or? <laughs> no, no, no. I was get, getting ready, and okay. I think like a uh, the spool was not like attached to the reel, and it just went. <laughs> and it and it just fell in the water, and then by that time I was like yep. pulling everything. I was in my backing, and just the reel. Yeah, I cut my finger almost on oh, the backing. No. I was like, fuck this. Like, well, it's a good thing. It's a good thing we prepared and brought like eight reels. Yeah, we had we had a bunch of reels. Okay. I had more re- uh, yeah. more rods, right? Like, yeah, so, shit so it was okay. It was also shit good happens. that it wasn't one of the ones we borrowed from the hooky guys. That is yes. very good. Yeah. Yeah. Fred calling us up. Going yeah, Fred, like, imagine like, oh Fred. Fred and the boys gave us a bunch of reels for like our biggest right fishing <laughs> fishing trip this year. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Thank God it wasn't one of those. Sorry, Fred. I I I lost the reel. Preparation, <laughs> preparation's key. Okay, we got a third Mitchie's fishies coming at you here. Yeah. You ready? Yeah. Hit me. Number three. What is your best fishing memory? Ooh. Hmm. That's a good one. Like this is like oh, it's that's a, a great question, man. It's almost like every time you go out, it's a good one, you know. Yeah, in a lot of ways, right? Mm-hmm. If I had a pinpoint one. It was a <laughs> jug giving us some good vibrations. Yeah. Man, I, that's hard to say. That's a tough one. Yeah, you that's a take t- as much time as you need. Tough question, dude. Just trying to think through. Like, I've had the opportunity to fish some awesome places and lose a lot of great fish. Yeah. Catch a lot of great fish. Yep. Damn. You know what? I've never even been asked that question. Fucking throw me off. That's the best. It's, it's Mysteries Fishies Five. It's a hard hit. Welcome shit. to the SoFly Fishing Podcast. Fishy bastard. <laughs> it's a tough one, man. Like, I mean, it's like people talk about it in all kinds of different ways. It's like it's favorite can be like, you know, when they got into it, it could be the greatest fish in their perce- in their mind. It could be what shaped them as an angler. It's just such like a yeah. destination. You know I don't even think I have a, I can't even pinpoint a moment. I just think 
being out on the water with guys like Donald Tom, guys like Mikey, mm-hmm. Simon, all these guys that have had such an influence mm-hmm. on my fishing career, my competitive career, whatever you want to call it. Just every, every time I'm out on the water, you're either learning something, you're laughing about something. Yeah. Right. Dude, I can't name one just because there's been so many. I've been so fortunate yeah. to to fish, I could say across the globe, mm-hmm. um, and catch trout in, you know, across Europe and in the States and mm-hmm. up in Canada, man, Alberta, BC, like... I can't even. There's, there's <laughs> so many moments. Like yeah, yeah. I'm trying to think of like one fish. One fish that I really remember a lot of was when I was in. I was out working in uh, the Crow's Nest Pass mm-hmm. in Alberta, southern Alberta, and it was towards the end of the guiding season, and we had a couple of days off. And me and my good friend John Bransfield, who who lives out in uh, Fernie, BC, right now, he was on the youth team with me. And we were both working out of the same fly shop, and he's got a English setter, bird dog, and yeah. just like we're in, in so many ways very, very alike. And we we trekked into this river in BC, um, and y- you know we we were fishing for bull trout, and you hear about bull trout, you know you got to swing these giant ass streamers, yeah. And I was I was only. Dude, I was only 15 at the time, and John was like 18 or 19, and he he's got a <clears throat> a nymphing rig rigged up, and he's nymphing because we can see these these uh, bull trout, mm-hmm. and he's using this size 14 pink check nymph <laughs> on this my god like 25 Monster. pound yeah. bull trout, and he hooks it. 25 pound bull trout. 25 he, pounds. Pounds, dude. I didn't know Dolly Dolly's got that big. Pounds, and Insane. so we hooks this fish, and it's just in the most incredible setting, like in this canyon with these huge mountains with the snow on the tips, and we got this fish, and I just remember like hugging the guy and just one of those moments, right? And there's yeah. been so many of those moments. I I just had to thought think of one for you, but yeah, there's been so many of those moments, like. It's just like you just take it in. You take it in. I don't think I've ever heard of somebody catching a bull trout on a nymph. Yeah. I mean, I'm sure it happens. Yeah. I mean, it did. It, it did. 25 pounds? I'll show you a picture after this, but it's no joke. We'll post that picture in the show notes. There we go. And that was just one of those moments where you're just like- It's just one of those moments where you're, like, you're so thankful for being a fly fisherman. Like, mm-hmm. shit, yeah, yeah. you know? like And having the opportunity to go some of those crazy, awesome places. Yeah. And yeah, be, right. being with people that share that same sentiment with you. It's special, yeah. It's pretty special, man. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah, I know what you mean. It's true. And it's, again, it's like, how do you cast that well? I don't know. It's yeah. just an innate thing yeah, that you can it, appreciate right. it. Yeah. yeah. It's just practice, experience, and yeah, repetition. Well, here's a, here's a, this might lead, that answer might lead into this question. This is number four, actually. Why Why do you fly fish at all? Why fly fish? Why? Why fly fish at all? Apart from the obvious. Yeah, no, I think it's one of the most peaceful ways to get away Mm -hmm. and just forget about things for a while. And, you know, that's a classic answer, but it's an honest answer in a way. Mm -hmm. Um, For me, it's getting out. It's being with those, with friends. It's a way of escaping a lot of, you know, 
man, when life's closing in on you and you just want to escape for a little bit mm-hmm. and you just want to get on the river and enjoy it, mm-hmm. that's your time. And fly fishing is a great escape. Um, just being out in the river, it's not even about catching fish. It's just being at one with whatever's going on around you and just forgetting about the rest of it, right? Yeah. So I think that's the main attraction. Obviously, there's a lot of things that have kind of um, brought me in closer, like competitive fly fishing, like guiding. Um, but it's never like a chore. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a it's a personal choice, which I really look forward to mm-hmm. because I really love it. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's a great way to put it. It's kind of interesting when people say like it's an escape because it's so true that it is in a way because it's so um, – it's just like – it's just such a – it's just such a different, interesting – Fly fishing, it just kind of takes you to those places that are just beautiful, you know? And yeah. It gives you those moments. You know, it takes you to places which a lot of people may have not been. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And not seen. And mm-hmm. it's, uh, it's a one-on-one experience with with the outdoors. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Okay, number five, Mitchie's Fishies 5. Final question of Mitchie's Fishies. Mitchie, wait up there for a sec. Yes, for sure. Hot second, Mitch. Yeah, yeah, no worries at all. Right on. Gabbathy's focusing. Okay, this is uh, one of our favorite Mitchie's Fishies, I think. It's, it's it's turned into my... It's my favorite. Yeah. Because everybody's like... We've always found people have such awesome answers to this, and I'm always blown away by how people are like... Yeah. They say something that I'm like, oh my God, that's such a great answer. Yeah. Uh, Mitchie's Fishies number five. What fly pattern represents you best and why? If you were a fly pattern, what would you be <laughs> <laughs> and why? I think you guys all know the answer to this. <laughs> what? Wait, what do we got? I wonder what it could be. The worm isn't going to squirm itself. <laughs> You know, yeah. At the end of the day, somebody's got to squirm the worm, and um, I think that's what, <laughs> it's a terrible answer, but it's so true. Um, just because of a lot of things that have gone on, like I mean, that that fly has really um, been a been a shining star for the past. Jeez, I want to say ten, not ten years, five years. But yeah. in the in the last three, it's really taken off, and for a lot of reasons, it took um, off for me this year. Okay, um, it's, <laughs> in a big, humongous way. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> and there's a lot of reasons it takes off, but the main one is because it just catches fish, right? Yeah, and and you know what, Colin Huff just catches fish, so it's a fitting fly for you. It's a fitting fly, and when you put put two and two together, and you want to really get out and hammer some fish. Mm-hmm. Uh, squirming worm is a great fly, and it's it's versatile because you can use it in lakes and rivers, mm-hmm. and slay equally. Yeah. <laughs> Does it represent you as an angler, a little bit? Damn, that's kind of a that's a six right there. Mitch's fishy six. Ooh. <laughs> Does it represent me as an angler, or do the qualities of the fly no. embody you at all? Uh, it's versatility. I don't know. I don't know. I know. I mean, uh, you kept referring to yourself as a utilitarian. Yeah, I mean, that's a purely utilitarian for fly. sure. And versatility. It is, but it's yeah, it's not traditional. That's for sure. That's for sure. Yeah. It's uh, it's a, but getting back to the roots of it, is it a fly? Ooh. That's a good question. I think, it, I think it is. I think it is too, because you know it still takes a man to, with two hands and uh, vice and. Yeah. Yeah, and thought and thought, thought goes into it. It's not just a random bullshit pattern. No, it's just <laughs> it's just one of those. <laughs> None of these, the works. <laughs> there's yeah, thought, there's thought. No, 
Certainly, right? Yeah, and trout's, trout, trout opener. Makes sense. Trout opener makes sense. Fishing that thing on the credit. The water's up. There's blood worms flowing through the river. Oh, man. Oh, Aldo. Oh, man. Keep yeah. it together. <laughs> no, man. It's That fly literally has me excited for next season. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, for Squirm next Nation. season. Squirm open, Nation. Open. So if you open, so I got a lake box and like like a lake bag yeah. with all my reels, like a most competitive fly anglers have and uh got all my reels and, and i got all my fly boxes and i got them all labeled mm-hmm. recently i've had to put a fly box just called squirmies <laughs> it's just a box so, full of various worms, squirmies man. like like various colors various, various colors uh, various weights yeah it's what's a, um what what's your favorite colors for squirms pink yeah, okay. <laughs> That's very original. Yeah. No, you got, and no, I yeah, just keep it to um Ian Troop thinks that red is like the money shot. Oh yeah. Especially for brown trout. I'm like, Ian, get off this red train, dog. Like I'll be honest, yeah. I've only used pink. Yeah. So stick to and it. And it works. Stick to so, it. So I'm No, they you know, they I've came seen out with blue and shit. Yeah, and like, they came nah, out with blue that, and like shit. all these fluorescents and yeah. all these different glow in the dark, but it's already a squirmies, man. Just don't a make worm's it more a worm, complicated. Man. Keep it yeah. pink. Yeah, that's it. I love it. I love it. Yeah, root beer color. No, it's just a, it's a it's a great all around fly, especially if it, it especially if you're just getting into it. Yeah. <laughs> you just want to go catch fish and. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You, you don't need a whatever traditional fly yeah right you just want something you just want to go catch the fish you want to get people interested you want to get it right yeah Yeah. you want to get you know what it's a god it's (laughs) the bung yeah has been my go-to guiding tactic right now yeah because people get excited about it because of the visual aspect of watching yes the bung because it's so go under yeah Yeah. because you're now you're kind of you're watching what's going on you watch the bung go down. You can tell him when to set the hook. Yeah. And yeah, man, it's uh, it's kind of a great way to get people to think about what's happening. Yeah. You know. Yeah, and you can really dial in the depth. I mean, what I've done is, so I got my bung hanging on the surface, and below that, I got, I got, I run a tag every foot. Mm-hmm. So, because you're only allowed three flies in competition, your bung has a has a hook on it, so it's yeah. technically considered a fly. Yeah. And so that way, below that, you can rotate from 13 feet to 14 feet really quick. Right, 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 yeah. Just just quick adjustment instead instead of, you know, having... Oh, man. That's a good point. Moving of, the bunk. Instead of taking stuff off, doing a triple surgeon, tying another tag. Yeah. Just quick things. Yeah. And you're fishing again. And you, you can just really adapt. Yeah. Uh, because in, like, for example, in the three-hour sessions, fish change those depths depending on where the sun's at cloud cover yeah everything so being able to have that versatility is pretty key pretty key yeah yeah totally yeah where's that word came from why is it called a bung it was um it's actually a technique i don't want to get this wrong but it's it's from the uk okay it's a technique which has been derived from there for many years um and it's essentially just before the squirmy wormy tainted its whole Te- the whole technique it was used for uh suspending coronamids okay oh, i okay. see i see yeah yeah that makes sense yeah that's it for mitchy's fishies five that's it that's shut it. her down and that's uh i think a, like a wrap on an awesome that's a wrap on an awesome show an awesome show colin uh do you want to leave people with 
with something like like you want to wrap this up with something you want to yeah, tell we'll people where up. to find you yeah st- whatever you want a message yeah anything you want to say whatever you want. yeah man um i think uh all in all fly fishing is a great sport great way to get outdoors great way to get on the water yep find something new um if you feel cooped up and you just want to escape for a little while there's a there's a lot of ways to do it and I think fly fishing is the most organic way to do it. Just get out there, find find something new, and uh, discover what's out there. I think fly fishing has uh, shown me a lot. It's shown me more than just how to catch a fish, but to enjoy the outdoors and appreciate everything that's around us. And um, this is uh, this has been a great episode with you guys. I really appreciate you guys having me. And I really appreciate you coming. I'm so glad we finally got. Sam and Collins, been a while. We wanted to have you on yeah, the show, so thanks for coming. I yeah, so appreciate fun, it, guys. Um, where can people find you? Yeah, so like if they want to book you or 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 do you talk to you? Yeah, so my, you? my guiding page is Brightwater Anglers on Instagram and Facebook, and you can find me on Instagram and Facebook at Colin Huff. Mm. Um, and that's about it. Yeah, Brad, thank you so much for coming on, man. Hey, thanks, yeah, for man. Having thanks me, guys. so much. Really appreciate it. This is an awesome show. It's really awesome good show. That's it for me, Mitch uh, Aldo. Yeah, uh, thanks for listening, everybody. Um, of course, you can always find our stuff at uh, at the SoFly Crew on uh, Instagram. Uh, we're the SoFly Crew on Facebook. And if you want to email us with uh, any questions, comments, or concerns, uh, or suggestions, we've been starting to get uh, you know more and more suggestions and and uh, and feedback, which Very is great. True. So you can find us at the SoFly Crew at gmail dot com, and find all of our content at SoFly uh, This is me, Aldo. Thanks, uh, thanks for listening, guys. And Colin, thanks for coming on the show. Gap. Hey, thanks, everyone. And uh, don't forget, barbless is better. <laughs> That's a sign, yes, sir. Nice sign off. Yeah. Barbless is better. That's new. Yeah. New for 2019. I'm, I'm trying. I'm trying. <laughs> thanks for listening, and uh, peace.